You're listening to Matt Loves Cameras. The wait is over. Today, Matthew, Joseph and I judge the entries for the Plastic Pano Camera Challenge, better known as Matt Loves Panos 2020. Keep listening and find out if you won the big prize. Also, keep listening for details right at the end of this episode of the next camera challenge. I'm Matt Murray, and this is Matt Loves Cameras. Film cameras. Instant cameras. And everything analog photography related. How are you? I hope you are well, wherever you are all around the world. Today's episode is, I think, the longest episode ever of Matt Loves Cameras. So I'm going to skip with the formalities and we're going to launch right into the episode with Mr. Matthew Joseph and I talking about all of the wonderful entries for Matt Loves Panos 2020. Welcoming back to the show, Mr. X-Pan Man himself, Mr. Matthew Joseph. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for taking time out of your Friday night uh, to, to record the, the judging of the Matt Loves Panos 2020 challenge with me. Um, oh, is it Friday? It is Friday. Did you have any other plans tonight? No, I just wasn't aware of the day. You weren't <laughs> planning on hitting the town in Melbourne tonight? No, no, that's, uh, yeah, I, actually it would be <laughs> probably makes for some good photos, but no, I won't be hitting the town in Melbourne this evening. Virus town, Australia. For our, uh, <laughs> for our listeners overseas, yes, uh, Melbourne has been hit with a, a lockdown uh due to uh, COVID-19. So, unfortunately, uh, Victoria and Melbourne uh, is a bit of a pariah uh, state at the moment in Australia, aren't you? Up, up here in Queensland, everything's okay for the moment, though I think it'll be a slow descent into um, more and more coronavirus as well up here. But uh, that's great. So, we've got our two best um, people on the job tonight judging these panos. Now, before we get stuck into it... Who's joining we us? Actually had the, we, actually, say, we actually had the third and fourth best people, but uh, that was me and you. Um, so, we, we actually... What, what's your overall impressions? We had 30 entries to the cheap plastic panos... What are your overall impressions? Uh, they're all great. I, I'm a big Pano fan. It, 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 it doesn't matter if it's a, you know, a, a little point-and-shoot plasticky job or an X-Pan or a Linhoff or something bigger. I'm I'm all about the Panos. I love the format. You love the ratio? Yeah. Yes, I can see why, because there are some absolutely cracking shots in this lineup. So we're going to have to um, get through it pretty quick. I know you've got to work tomorrow morning, so we can't be uh, talking forever about each entry, but we'll read out the little email that came with them. Yeah. Uh, we'll speak a little bit about the images, and we'll choose, uh, out of each every person's entries, we'll choose our favourite one. Are you ready, Matthew? I'm ready. Are you not going to make me okay. read emails like Graham does, are you? I'll make you read the short ones. How's that? Uh, okay. All right. Cool. All right. Do you want me to read <laughs> you the, want first to the first one? one or? Okay. Yeah, sure. Go it. for it. Yeah, you get to pronounce Dominic's last name. Oh, if I mispronounce that, it might be a rude body part. Um, <laughs> let's call him Dominic. Chi. I think so. Dominic. Dominic Chi Uchilo. 
Olo. See, is it a, is it a, is it a, is it a chi or is it a key? Kikiolo yeah. or is it chichiolo? I, I, I don't know. Anyway, I think we just offended yeah. someone. Um, hey, th- we probably did. Hey there, Matt. Uh, there are four Hi. here. Here are four of my pictures from a roll of Fuji Superior 400 that I shot with the Anscope Pix. I picked up the camera for a dollar at a yard sale. This was my first time using it. This was a fun project as it made me look at things differently. Thanks. I added a fifth of a cool car that I saw while getting coffee. Dominic C. <laughs> That's him, Dominic C. Yeah. And I think these are... Uh, what do you think of the photos first? Yeah, I like them. The light, I mean, I'm a big fan of lighthouses. The one yep. by the lake with the little shed thing I like. It could yep. be a river. Um, you know, broken down old barn and vineyards. Yeah, with the, the leading lines in the middle. They're all Leading lines. They're all great. That's right. I love this set. So we, we did this. We started this comp back in February, and I didn't know whether we'd actually get the entries or not, and we got 30. And this was the first set to land in my inbox. And I was like, wow, yeah, this is this is going to be a good um, challenge for people. And I, I was blown away by Dominic's images. I love them. Um, they, they're all very consistent and nice. Um, I think my favourite is – I'm going back and forth between them, but I think my favourite is the shed with the old car. What about you? Yeah, no, my favourite's the – the, the green building on the side of the river or the lake. Yep. The one yeah. above it. Yep, yeah, cool. Uh, so just to let everyone know, we are we're actually working through the images um, from the page on the website, mattlovescameras.com. There's a, on the header bar at the top, there's a little menu item that says plastic pano comp. And if you click that, you'll get through to the Matt Loves Panos 2020 page. And we're working our way down the page. Um, now for this entry, Dominic actually did send through a fifth picture of a car. Um, if anyone sent more than four pictures though, I actually didn't add add the fifth picture or the sixth picture and in some cases I actually had to choose four of the best ones uh, because people sent me six so there was a little bit of editing uh, pruning of people's entries but um, no I think that first entry was great and on the back of that I actually went and bought Nansco Picks I had my <laughs> Vivitar camera um, which is okay but I went and bought Nansco Picks because I thought these are wonderful images Yeah, and you I, already have one don't you Matthew? Well I've got the Hanamex version it's identical apparently yes yeah. Yes, the Australian version of the Ansco Picks. I've just noticed. Uh, okay, I've, cool. just, I've just noticed yeah. you've called this the Matt Loves Panos 2020 challenge. Now, does that mean there'll be a 2021? Yeah, yeah I think so. I think okay. we've we've. Sh- I think through the entries this year, uh, people have really got stuck into it, and they've shown how amazing these little cameras are. And you know, look, I th- also think that if people spent five bucks on a camera, they probably want to use it again. You know, it's yeah. a big investment in yeah. their, their, their hard earned. So get their money's yeah, worth. Yeah, so why not? Yeah. I think, yeah. Although later on in the show, I will be talking about the next um, challenge, photo challenge, Ooh. which does not involve cheap plastic panos. Um, so we'll talk about that later on. Uh, rolling on, uh, I'll take the next one. It's Michael Rosenbaum from Florida. How did we uh, go? So, hi, Matt. How did we go with our two-minute limit per? Um, probably went over because we did a bit of background stuff. <laughs> okay. But I think all I think right. we're okay. Well, I think we got as long as we keep rolling, we'll be okay. Okay. All right. Michael Rosenbaum. Hi, Matt. These were all shot on Kodak Tri-X 400 with their used 99 cent Ansco Pix Panorama. Film was developed, scanned by Old School Photo Lab in New Hampshire. Highly recommended. I found a. I just found a used Epson V500 scanner, so had them develop only the last batch. 
I previously done lots of darkroom work, but no longer have any equipment. I'm going to get some stainless tanks, reels, etc., and will eventually start doing my black and white film processing again. And I've just started doing a bit of mine, Michael, so that's very cool. Hope all is well with you and the family in our recently dystopian present. A photo contest and podcast was just what I needed. Thanks from Mike. So there you go. So you've got four black and white images here. Uh, we've got a sort of a woodland scene with a tree through it. Yep. The next one looks like some telescopes, maybe? Looking yes. Up to Towards the sky. Uh-huh. Uh, the next one is a model aeroplane club. Uh-huh. I would I would suggest. I'm guessing. Yep. And the last one is an old sort of sign for chewing tobacco. Uh-huh. Uh, have you ever chewed tobacco? No. No, it doesn't appeal to me either. But hey, I'm sure there's some people out there who who love it. Um, so, I, do you want to talk about these ones? Which one's your favourite? Yeah, I like I like the telescopes because um, that's yep. that's nerdy, and I like the model planes because that's nerdy. Uh, and the sign, I like signs. So yeah, yeah, they're my, my favourites. I, like, I like, I like. What I like about them is there's quite a bit of contrast with these black and white images. Mm. Um, some of the other sets that I don't know why, maybe it's the camera, but there's not as much black and white sort of contrast in the images. But yeah. I really, really like the contrast in the set from Michael, and I, I'll probably go for the, the the chewing tobacco sign when I like that one. Um, okay, do you want to take the next one from Tommy? It's a bit of a it's a bit of a long email though. I just realised I've set you up for a long email here. <clears throat> I'll do my best. <laughs> this is the longest email I think we have from Tommy. Hey, look, I've spent all day reading letters. I should be good. Um, Excellent. <laughs> Hi, Matt. So a bit of a blurb about my experience shooting this plastic thing. I found it in a washing basket full of old cameras down the shed, covered in many layers of sawdust and dirt have no idea where it came from i certainly don't remember purchasing it only that i remembered seeing something with panorama on the front while listening to the now infamous i nearly dropped an x-pan podcast (laughs) Ah. um you're infamous yeah infamous um i have never shot wide but i've always wanted to have a go at it it was hard to put down the om10 and the ql17 i usually carry around with me but i went at it alone with the anonymous plastic camera for two weeks first mistake was to load the film before i cleaned it up hence a bit of work in post to clean all the dust off the frames second mistake was thinking i loaded it with kentmere 400 clearly marked on the plastic film canister by my own hand Uh, i shot it as if it was 400 speed throwing caution to the wind and shooting into the shadows knowing that 400 iso would pick up some of the details despite not knowing the shutter speed Unfortunately, this lays squarely on my shoulders for not changing the little sticky label to 100 ISO when bulk rolling the film. Uh, Not wanting to put another roll through it, I forged ahead and much to my surprise, I managed to get more than four keepers from the roll. Uh, A few of the shots were too dark to try and recover, but in the end, I am pretty happy with the results. So... So much that it was hard to pick four good ones to share. So here is my submission to the Pano project. I share on multiple media, but I think the best place to see my work will be Instagram, Tommy underscore Napier, should you um, get to my page. Cheers, old mate, Tommy Napier, Instagram at Tommy underscore Napier. 
Excellent. So yeah, it's Tommy here in South East Queensland. G'day, Tommy. And it was great to get that submission uh, from my, my sort of neck of the woods. That was great. Uh, so the first one is the Ted Smout Bridge, which is on the north side of Brisbane. Uh, I actually live on the south side and there's a bit of a north side, south side thing going on. But you're, you're more of a south side kind of guy though, aren't you, Matthew Joseph? Because you used to live on the Gold Coast. Yes, that's really south. <laughs> Very south of the river, the I Brisbane know I River. I live even further south. You do, much further south. Uh, so the first one's a Ted's Mount Bridge. The second one is an unknown building with some kind of cool murals on some kind of roller door things by the look of it. The third one is a nice reflection. And the fourth one is of a memorial at the cemetery, a cemetery where some of my family are buried, actually. So which one yeah. is your favourite out of, out of Tommy's four picks? Oh, the reflections. The, Correct, um, yeah. Number three? Yeah. Correct. I mean, I, I say correct like that was it was a it was a you know, but that, that was, was the one I was answer. thinking. <laughs> no, it was not. There was not a wrong answer, but that was the one I was like, yes, I agree. I, I really like the reflections yeah. there, which is uh, Kedron Brook Wetlands off Turnbull Road in Brisbane. Okay, so I've got the next one, which is uh, Matt Evans, and Matt Evans hasn't got much of an email here for me to read out because um, I think mm. Matt uh, Matt's actually in our Matt's Instagram group, isn't he? He is. He's one of the many Matts. How did, how did this Mac group start? I can't remember. Um, I just sent a group message out to everyone and said, you know, we're, we're a collective now. A collective of mats. Um, and it, what, what is the collective noun for a group of mats? Is it a wonder of mats? Oh, An annoyance? Yeah. We discussed this, didn't we? I we did. Hindrance? Some, I won't say some of the suggestions. No, we better, um, not, we better not. Yeah, we're, we're, we're the all four mats collective, but now we're the all five. Five. Mats collective. Yeah, we, we had a fifth member join. So I think I think these yeah. are really wonderful shots. Um, uh, what, what do you think about the frame? Matt Matt Evans has added a frame here. Are these shots in New Zealand. Are you, you, you're a bit of a frame guy, aren't you? You like a bit of a frame, don't you? Yeah, I like a I like a black frame. I also like a full frame. I like to be able to see the edge. Yep. Um, yep. That's something new that. I've started doing in the last couple of years because I think it's a more honest um, form of showing your photo. You know, showing the edge means you're not cropping. You can clearly see the edge. Yep. That's just that's just me. Yeah, I th- I, I think they're really nice. I think again, there's some really good contrast in the black and white there. Uh, my favorite uh, is the second one, which is a like rocks sort of rocks in the, the water. Rocks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like the um, the girl running. Yep, number three, the third one there. That's a nice one as well. Some nice shadows yeah. as well being um, cast by the lady as she runs along side lake. I don't know what lake is that. I have no idea. I I've never been to New lake. Zealand. It's, it's not a lake. Wellington Harbour. It's Wellington oh, Harbour. Oh, serious? Oh, there yeah. you go. Lake like Pacific Ocean or something like that. Is it Pacific Ocean? or I don't bloody yeah. know. Okay, cool. Very good. Uh, so moving right along, do you want to take Joe Baker's? Joe Baker. I was inspired by your competition to dust off my wide pick panorama way in photo attached and I've had these photos ready to send for about a month. The film was Kentmere 400, developed at home in Rodinal. The photos were taken in the first week of March on my walk to and from work in... Is that Norwich or Norwich? What do you say? (laughs) Norwich, that's correct. Norwich. Yep. England. My Twitter slash Instagram handle is... Uh, oh, it's, uh, okay, yeah, I know him. Um, evil underscore chutney. 
Evil Chutney, Evil underscore Chutney. So there we go. Joe Baker from Norwich, the uh, East Anglia in the United Kingdom. Uh, and I was actually thrown because the last image, the vertical image he's got there, I actually thought it was Shrewsbury, which is at the other side of the country for a second. Uh, very similar kind of um, tower in Shrewsbury. But um, yeah, no, nice to see some English shots there um, and the, the bleak Such kind of English spring, I would say. Easy- Easy mistake to make, mate. Come on. It is. It is. What also threw me was that br- is a bridge and river, and there's a bridge in Shrewsbury as well. Wow, oh. there's a bit of a bit of a coincidence there. Um, but is it so- named, named after the biscuit. Yeah, yeah. Funnily enough, the biscuits were named after Shrewsbury. I'm actually impressed that you know Shrewsbury biscuits. Well, we got them in New Zealand. Oh wow! Because um, I never heard of them until I went to England. Never heard of them. Oh really? Yeah, they, they got they- like sultanas in or something or. Uh, no, the Shrewsbury brisket in New Zealand is like a, yeah, it's a jam, well, for me, when yeah. I search for it, it's like a, a little oh, jam tart, a jam okay. tart kind of thing. Ah, very interesting. Oh, okay, the, the one I'm thinking of, it's also called a Shrewsbury biscuit, but it's got, um, hasn't got sultanas in it, it's got caraway seeds in, which is a bit weird. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Yeah. So, but this is not Shrewsbury. This is this is Norwich, which is home home of the isn't. I think it's home of mustard. Um, I think Commons mustard is in Norwich from memory. Anyway, um, so what do you think of these pictures from Joe Evil underscore Chutney? I like the vertical one. Yep. The, the, the last shot. That's yep. cool. The guy walking up the middle of the road, and I like the first shot. The the trees sort of reaching the branches, sort of they look like veins going into the sky. Yeah, I like that. I like number one and number three. Those those branches sort of against the sky. Yeah, it looks very cool. Almost looks like um, I don't know what are those blue and white things? Cyanotype kind of. It looks like a I don't know the kind of image you'd see on one of those from a leaf. You know, I I like those those images. So yeah, very they look, cool. They look they look like something you could have shot. You mean my pink flowers and the X pan? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's great. Thank you so much to Joe for sending those in, and we're gonna move on now to. Junior Wyatt. Uh, so I think this is my turn to, to read this one out. So uh, Junior, Junior Wyatt. Junior took these fabulous... Oh, this is an... Uh, actually, let me just go to my emails. I sort of... As I, as these were coming in, I didn't know whether to just copy and paste people's emails or try and summarise um, what they said. So um, I actually was summarising for a while, but let me just go back to Junior's email. So this is what he said. So when this contest was announced, I knew I had to join in on the fun. I ended up picking up an Ansco Panorama camera for $1 on eBay. Lol. Anyways, recently I went to a small town nearby, Belvedere, Illinois, to get out and walk the streets. This camera definitely did better than I ever expected. I went with Fuji C200 for these photos submitted. So that's uh, the original text of Junior's email. And um, I I really love these images, this beautiful colour throughout them all. Uh, what do you think, Matthew? Yep, no, good colour. Um, you know, Frank Lloyd Wright, you know, why did he leave us so young? Um, <laughs> the the colour in the, yeah, the blue sky, the back of the car, the hipster photo is yep. cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're all nice. Yep, I, I, my particular favourite. I think they're all good, but my particular favourite is that Chevrolet. Um, yeah, so that's a nice, I like that one. Um, what's your favourite? Uh, the sky the sky one yeah building yeah number two cool lovely so we move on to Paul Wheeler and um, let me just see if I've got Paul's original email I might have to read this one out again because this is another one I didn't um, I just summarised the email 
I wasn't very organised for this competition because I thought no one would, would enter. Uh, so here we go. Uh, Famous last words. I know, I know, right? Hey, Matt, got the photos back from that crappy Rolly disposable loaded with Rolly 400 colour film that expired in 2012. So a bit of a backstory. Uh, Paul and I was chatting on Instagram and he, I think he went to a market. He might have gone to... Maybe he went to Box Hill Market. I'm not sure. He went somewhere and he he actually found a Rolly disposable camera, uh, panorama camera, no less, with Rolly 400 speed color film expired 2012. Uh, so this is what he took his images on. Turned out really nice. Is from, we, sorry? Is he from Melbourne? Uh, oh, no, he's actually from Sydney. Uh, okay, so I got that wrong. Maybe he was in a camera market in Sydney. Sydney, okay, Melbourne, right. it's down south. I, 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 I can't tell the difference. Um, so, yeah, it's probably, it's probably a camera market in Sydney. Uh, it turned out really nice once we got a few photos into the role. The first couple were very badly influenced by age or light or both. I tried to shoot it in very well-lit situations to compensate for the age. I'm sending you eight photos, and indeed he did. One per email, uh, blah, blah, blah. Cheers from Paul. Now, again, I've chosen four of... It was really hard to choose four, um, but I wanted everyone to have maximum of four in here, so these are the four I chose. And uh, the first photo, do you do you recognise what that uh, is in the, in the top image there of Paul's? <laughs> Is it the Corona ship? It is the Corona ship. It is the Diamond Princess. I'm led to believe. That's right. Uh, so, uh, for overseas Ground listeners. Ground Zero. Ground Zero. We had a, a cruise ship here in Sydney, in Australia, probably February or March. I oh know, March, April, who knows. And what happened was um, it went off. Everyone got on the ship and we got almost the whole way to New Zealand for this cruise, but then New Zealand wouldn't let it dock because there were people sick on board. It came back to Sydney and instead of them being quarantined and being checked if they had COVID-19 or not, they basically, New South Wales authorities, let them all go and spread coronavirus in the community. Uh, And it was Australia's biggest screw up with corona until what happened in Melbourne a few weeks ago, correct? Wow. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Dan Andrews. Um, well, uh, what, look, some would say that what happened to Victoria is probably worse than the uh, the old Diamond Princess. But that first image well, there, regardless of who's uh, you know who's mucking things up, it's only a matter of time yeah. before I think it spreads across Australia. But uh, that first yeah. image is the uh, Ruby Princess. Is that right? Um, there in Sydney Harbour, and there's a nice nice leading line there of that rail, sort of leading to the the beautiful Sydney Harbour Bridge and the and the, and the ship. The second one, I'm not sure what the second one is. Um, it's at a beach or a lake or what it is, but it's got some nice colour to it. The third one is a nice country road. And again, it's got some nice leading lines into the image. And the fourth one again there is Sydney Harbour. Which one is your favourite, Matthew? Uh, I think I like the last one. Yep. I, said, I mean, okay. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to take a bad shot in that area because of yep. it, it's so photogenic. Correct. Yeah, it's a beautiful um, area. Yeah, I like the I like the last Sydney Harbour one and the the country road. Yeah, I like the country road, but I think my favourite is that first one. Um, so yeah, so that was a really correct. great uh, correct. <laughs> so there you go. I, th- I think we should have some like it should be like who wants to be a millionaire. We should have some answers to the the best one, and if, if mm. we guess the right one, yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a great um, great little set there by Paul. Uh, very impressive from his eight year old disposable pano camera very cool mm. so the next one would you like to read out the next one from jm yes. golding oh the mysterious jm golding mm. um i used a vivitar pn2011 and 
In my springtime departures from my usual black and white work, Superior Extra, that had expired in March 2019. I still wish I have found the insert for my Ansco panorama. I took all of the photos within a few miles of my home in Northern California. Pink flowers, Matt's favourite. Yes. Um, gum, rock rose, according to the Seek app, and in a city park and other three images in an open space area. Yes. So there's four very nice images of flowers uh, that J.M. Golding has taken in Northern California. So a bit of a backstory again. J.M. Golding emailed me and asked if um, an Ansco Pix could be used without the pano insert. Now, what do you think my answer was? No. I was a bit mean. I said no. I said, unless unless it's taking it natively in panorama. Rules are rules, Matthew, as you know. Yes. Unless it's taking it mm-hmm. natively in panorama, um, then yeah. the answer is no. I didn't even know there was an insert in the Ansco panorama, so that's a bit a bit of an odd thing. Now, I do feel yeah. sorry for JM because um, using the Vivitar PN 2011, I have one of those. I thought it was a horrible little camera. Um, you know, the Ansco Pix is kind of king in this kind of situation for these images, I think. And the Vivitar PN 2011 uh, was not my favourite pano camera to use. So I really like these uh, four images. Um, what do you think? Yep, I like them. You know, uh, flowers and things aren't my cup of tea, but the, the colour is great. You know, it, it varies a lot. There's some subtle colours in there. And then, like in the second one, it's very vivid, and I really like the sort of the, the tones of the third one. The oh yeah, what's it called? Common fiddle neck and mustard. Mustard. It's like it looks almost looks like a painting. It does. It does indeed. Uh, my favorite is. Uh, do you want to guess which one my favorite is? Uh, the last one, buttercup. No, uh, no this. <laughs> no, it's number two. Ethereal spear. I really like that vivid color one. Yeah, above it. So uh, yeah. I, I will, and in for the fact, record, I, wa- I was calling you Buttercups. I wasn't referring to the title <laughs> I, of the phone. I was actually thinking of that song. Is it Build Me Up, Build Me Up Buttercup? Is that the song? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Actually, it used to be the, the bread, the bread commercial. It did. It did here in Australia. Yes, it did. Uh, so, lovely. That's great. Thank you to J.M. Golding. Now, speaking of J.M. Golding, do you know what the day is in two days' time? Oh, no. Really? You're not a fan of 127 Day? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't own a 127. Well, I, I do. I, I've never, I do I've never used one. Yeah. I don't well, think. Well, you should you should get involved because there's actually three 127 Days a year. So the, the proper official, in my mind, 127 I Day. Every, I think everyone knows that. <laughs> is what? That's three a year. The twelfth of July. That's but that's the best one because it's proper day it's the month right one. notation it's the right for us one. for us Aussies, Kiwis, and British people. Uh, North yeah. Americans, our North American friends do the day backwards, in our opinion. Uh, so the twelfth of July is really the day for me. So I've actually got a roll of black and white. Um, what do you call it? Rirapan in the fridge. I think I'll, I'll try and dig out and shoot in two days' time. But Matthew, okay. you will not be shoving a roll of one two seven in your X pan, will you? No, well, I don't have a roll of 127 to shove, unfortunately. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's plenty of places that people would tell you to shove that roll if you had it. <laughs> uh, I was okay. thinking the same thing. <laughs> uh, so, moving right along. So, uh, to the next one. Our, um, one of one of our people in Thailand, uh, the fans in Thailand, Matt Jones. Would you like to read one this of one? The mat, one, of the, one of the five mats. Correct. Mm. It's your turn. No, it's your, I, I read out Jam Gollings. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Okay, Matt Jones. Uh, these four images were taken on the Anscopix panorama as recommended by Mr. Matthew Joseph and were shot on Lomo 400 colour film processed at home. Shot around my village in Thailand whilst on a push, whilst on my push bike. This camera fits in my shorts pocket, which is quite handy. And I never need to worry about a battery or metering indeed. Uh, so there's four lovely colour shots there. It's got a really nice um, kind of almost retro faded kind of look to the color on this on this uh these shots i really like it which one is your favorite matthew uh i like uh i like the cows walking yep. along the road and i like the second one because there's a bit of thumb in there oh there is too you know what i keep looking <laughs> past that i keep looking past that but yeah there is i like the yeah. first one i like the cows but i also like the first one i uh, like them all yeah, they, they're good images there. Uh, so, and the last one there is of a some kind of pole with a vine wrapped around it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, very interesting, very good. And uh, Matt you know, travels back and forth a lot from Thailand to Egypt, so it, it's great that he um, he got time to shoot a roll of pano images for the challenge. Uh, okay, moving on to Anthony Hands. So Anthony Hands is—he's uh, a mate of mine. He lives in northern New South Wales, and uh, yeah. So Anthony actually shot uh, a bit of a, a bit of a group effort here. He actually got a wide pick panorama from Mister Sunny Sixteen himself, Graham Jago, in the emulsive 2019 Secret Santa comp. And um, when I, uh, Anthony sent uh, me and my kids some Instax stuff before, very, very kind and generous of him. So I actually sent him a few little things in the post, including a roll of Kodak Portra 400. And so he shot these images on uh, the wide pick panorama that Graham sent him with the roll of Kodak Portra that I sent him. Uh, And so there's four images here on the beach. He doesn't live at the beach, but he um, obviously went to the beach with his lovely daughters. And there's four very sunny, very nice images of rocks and water. And he's... uh, uh, lovely daughters there so which one is your favorite out of anthony's um the first one just the yeah reflected just the reflected light and yeah having a paddle i mean who doesn't like to have a paddle Absolutely, absolutely. And it, I, what I love about the first one is just to the left of the camera, uh, and you see this in some of the other shots as well, it's kind of like this kind of out-of-focus kind of blurring to the, to the left of the images, which almost makes yeah. it look like a not quite a tilt-and-shift kind of look, but it does give it that kind of weird look. And I, I've noticed that in my some of my images as well, some of these cameras do that. Um, so, yeah, really nice set there from Anthony, very consistent. And uh, I think he's done a, a great job with that one. Um, moving on, I think it's is it your turn to read out an email? Yes, oh, it is. Mine, so I'll take yours. And it's um, a big one, and, so I'll gladly and, give you this one. Andrew Bartram, there's a familiar name. Yes. Um, as long as a long-time lover of the panoramic format, be it 617 back on a large format camera, a 6x12 pinhole camera, or the Lomography Bell Air camera with the 35mm back, I saw some pictures made with, I think, Ansco Panorama, which is also branded as the Helena, at, at least here in the UK. Not bad for hopefully a small investment, I thought, and a load of fun to boot. What I love about these cameras, apart from the affordable way to treat the gas affliction, is like my Holger and Air, the fact that there are no distractions over camera settings or lens choice. It's been said many times before, but it's a real liberation to point and shoot. Uh, the camera, the color pictures were shot on the wide pick, the sought after red version with 30 year old York film processed in Cine Still C41 chemistry 
whilst the mono ones were from the Helena, which is supposed to be better, be a better camera, but I actually prefer the Ypic. Uh, Tri-X probably didn't help much, developed in stock microfen. I liked the garden table shot with evening light raking across the image. All the rest was shot on walks from the house on the edge of the Cambridgeshire Fenlands. Yes. Cambridgeshire Fenlands, <laughs> very good. And um, yeah, these are really nice shots. I'm actually really impressed that he's shot with 30-year-old film. Um, so I think he got some really good results here, Andrew. Which one's your yeah. fave? That film's older than us, Matt. It, it well, almost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like the second one, the reflection yep. in the puddle, and I really like the third one, the the um, the ploughed um, ploughed field. Yeah, I, I actually wonder what that was at first. I thought, is that like the world's biggest um, zebra crossing or something? Yes. Um, yeah. But I think it is a, some some sort of crop with plastic over them. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, but that's a really like cool strawberries or something. Could, yeah, it could possibly be. That's right. Um, the first one is very nice as well. That um, table and chairs, and I also really like his vertical one. Um, it's some really nice color. The, the tones to that color in the image are really nice as well. Uh, so yeah, Andrew Bartram, um, very fil- familiar name for film uh, photography podcast lovers. Of course, Andrew I'm is. Work out, I'm trying to work out if that first shot is a legal panorama or not. It's, I don't know. Ah, uh, the dimensions. I don't know if it's two to one. Do you want to, uh, you know, um, disqualify no, Andrew? Okay. So which he's yeah. a little quiz for you. I'm going to give him a. I'm going to give him a caution, and we'll move on. <laughs> And and for a bit of bit of prize money here, which podcast does Andrew Bartram host? Oh, is it the Sutton Whitewash podcast? No, that's that? uh, that's Alex and Neil. Is it the Lensless podcast? Correct. It's well, he's two. He's got two on the go. He uh, Andrew oh, is and one of the large hosts. format. Correct. The large format. Andrew hosts the lens. Well, is one of the hosts for the Lensless podcast, which is the pinhole one, and the large format photography podcast. Both of which, both uh, genres of photography, I know nothing about. And that's the wonderful thing about photography: is it's so multifaceted, isn't it? Um, so there we go. Moving on to Andrew Spencer. I hate so, pinhole. You hate pinhole? Yeah, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Let's go on to Andrew Spencer. <laughs> Andrew Please Spencer. send um, any comments to Matt Loves Cameras at Gmail. <laughs> Andrew Spencer, I just noticed your Panos 2020 competition last night and it reminded me I have the exact camera for the job. I have no idea where the camera came from. I must have picked it up with an armful of other treasures at some time. Anyway, in the eye of an approaching storm, I shot off a roll of film as I went about my jobs this morning. I live in a little coastal town called... uh, Can you help me out with the pronunciation here, please, Matthew? Kaikoura. On the east coast of the South Island of New Zealand. We're a tourist town and folks visit to view sperm whales, swim with dolphins and seals, and to enjoy the outrageous scenery with mountains towering close to the ocean. The camera is a Panorama CL168. Film is Ektar, which I developed in a lab box using CineSteel CS41. Thanks for the cool inspiration, Andrew Spencer, Instagram, ASPhotoNZ. Um, so there you go. There's another person who's got NZ on the end of their Instagram handle, much like you. And Andrew's yeah. probably got the best image of a camera sent to me. Uh, he has it on the original box with the roll of Ektar and some strips of uh, negatives there. And, and he sent me... A, a sorry? trimmer in the background? 
Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Yep, very nice. And Andrew actually sent me six images. And again, I, I had the devious choice of trying to choose four. And I, I actually looked at the other two um, earlier today and I wondered why uh, I chose one of them. I should have chosen another one. But th- there's four very good images here. Nonetheless, what do you think? Yep, no, I love them. I've got a, um, a, a personal um, connection to that place as well. So, And it's a really good representation of the area and they're great shots and I wonder I think I might have a photo of that particular street sign myself somewhere I think the um, corner yeah, of no. was it the corner of Fife Key and Avoca Street yeah yeah very nice and um, what is this your old stomping ground is it Matthew or oh, well no it's north I'm from Christchurch this is uh, as he said it's an did he say it was north of Christchurch? Yeah, it's just about an hour and a half north of Christchurch. Nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah beautiful. And, and um, uh, yeah? I was going to say, they um, uh, after the Christchurch earthquakes, they had an earthquake uh, of their own that was quite devastating to the area. And, mm. um, you know, they uh, sprung back from that with, yeah, amazing. Absolutely. And um, I... I don't think i realized this um but you can actually see snow on top of those mountains in the background in the first picture and the fourth picture um now the first picture it was it's pretty tough i think they're all great images the first one is my favorite which one's your fave Mm, i like the the last one the 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 light coming in yeah and um yeah the morning uh, yeah that'll be morning light from that angle so yeah he got up early to shoot that yeah, very nice images. So well done to Andrew. And Andrew actually uh, inspired me with the Ektar choice. Um, so I actually put a roll of Ektar through my Ansco picks um, after seeing those images. So uh, thank you, Andrew, for the inspo on that one. You're listening to Matt Lowe's Cameras. The next person in our challenge is Ken Bertram. Ken Bertram. I wonder if he's um, related to the famous Bertram. Anyway. <laughs> Who's that? Um, Who's the famous Bertram? <laughs> Bertram Russell. I think he's oh, a philosopher. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it says, Hi, Matt. Here are my images. All were taken on the Ansco Pix panorama. HP5 was the film and taken within York. County. You reckon that's York County? Yeah, not York County. Yeah. County. York County in Pennsylvania, USA. Uh, Instagram handle is Ken Bertram Photo. By the way, the Ansco has far better image quality compared to the Vivitar PN2011. There you go. Correct. That's, uh, correct. A, I, I concur. That's, yep. Correct. Um, <laughs> <laughs> again, thanks. I had a lot of fun using these cameras. Yeah, and so again, this these are four nice black and white images. Again, there's some nice black and white contrast and some great lighting in some of these images. Um, my favourites are number one, the reflection, because you can't quite mm. tell what's a reflection, what isn't. I really, it looks yeah. like a bit of a painting, and also yeah. that third one looks great as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, that's the third one's my favourite. That yep. light coming in from the right. There's yep. the sweeping line to the right. Those trees are looking good. Yeah, it's very um, sort of. I was going to say abstract, but that's not the right word. I, I just like it. Yeah, it has something about it, that image, doesn't it? Um, almost like it's some almost, kind of... 
design. It's been designed. Yeah, like it, you feel like it's some kind of designed. Uh, I don't know community. Uh, uh, yeah, and this little is a bit of a van in the background. There gives it a bit of mystery. What's the van doing? Yeah, so I like that. Yeah, yeah. So mystery um, van. very cool. Maybe it's yeah mystery van. Isn't that Scooby Doo's van? The mystery mobile. Yeah, is it was it called mystery mobile? Oh, okay. So we're gonna head on. <laughs> uh, we're gonna head on to Nigel. That was a terrible impression. I used to do a good Scooby impression for the kids, but um, actually, the only th- I think the only thing I could say in my Scooby impression was "Oh, Shaggy." That was about it. Um, so it was great. Nigel Middleton is next up uh, in from the UK. Uh, great to see the Plastic Fantastics getting some exposure, and here are four shots from a Helena Panorama. I've picked up several of these and other sim- similar models from car boot sales over the past couple of years. I very much doubt I paid more than fifty p for it. The camera I used has been slightly modified by flipping the lens and taping on some yellow acetate as a makeshift filter. Well, that's a very cool mod. I used the last remaining frames of a roll of Fomapan 100, expired April 2018, developed in I if what's that? How do you say that? Ilvasol 3. The photos were taken Correct. in East Thank you. <laughs> East Northamptonshire, UK, in as the car as the supermarket car park, travelling back from the same supermarket, but Nigel was not driving, very important there, and the third and fourth ones in the beautiful village of Lowick, I'm guessing that is, which is a couple of miles from where I live. And a really interesting effect on these images from Nigel because he has flipped the lens on that uh, on that camera. Which one is your favourite? Um, I like the last one, I think. It's, yeah. They're kind of surreal. They're, yeah. They're... Um, yeah, kind of, kind of dreamy looking. So the third and fourth yeah. ones do look a bit alternate reality, and, and yeah, I really like that. Um, I was actually, I think it was, um, I was listening to Mike Gutterman, and he was saying that he was thinking about flipping the lens on his Ansco picks. Um, have you ever flipped a lens on a camera? I did once upon a time, a long time ago. Yeah, and I, uh, I didn't really flip a lens the other day, but I did did some free lensing. Ah, with a digital camera? No. <laughs> with a film camera, nice. Yeah. Uh, very cool, yeah. very cool. My my Cheap Shots Challenge camera fell apart. Ah, what was your Cheap Shots Challenge camera? The Russell, the uh, Bert- $10 Bertrand 528. Russell. Yeah, Bertrand Russell. <laughs> um, the, the $10 Mamiya 528 TL. Oh, wow. It broke. Yeah. Which so I did, did but, yeah. yeah. It's not no longer with us. Uh, so, yeah, very cool. And we're going to move on next to Casey Hall, and I'll let you read this one. Okay, thank you. Um, Casey Hall, greetings, Matt. Casey here from Tacoma, Washington. So I smoked two rolls of film for this stupid-ass competition. But then again, I think you're doing it wrong if very- you're smoking the, the film, but anyway. Yeah, I'm, well, maybe. Uh, yeah. I think he means he, he, he ruined two rolls he of film. Him. Yeah, he yeah. Two rolls. Yeah. Um, they were all very much expired. Uh, should have brought a better way. Should have bought a better camera for one of my training flights because it was a low-level flight all around the Pacific Northwest and the sunset was epic. I couldn't document it how I would have liked with this plastic piece. Of- but this. But the- <laughs> I've got to edit that now. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, not to I'll, I'll, do, go, a of, I'll, I'll do a shot of noise over it. That's right. Okay. Keep all right. going. Um, but in the name of the competition, here's my entries. Well, I'll get 
right to it. I used the Jazz 206 27mm F7 or 8, I don't know. I'm Instagram, the Junk Book Journal. Love the podcast. Stay safe, Casey Hall. Yeah, and I actually had a bit of back and forth with Casey, and I sort of said, like, training flight, um, you know, what's all that about? And Casey told me, I'll just bring this up. Hang on, I'll find it. He, Is he in the Air Force? No. Uh, well, he may be. Um, I can't remember. Let's have a look. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. He found the camera for $2.50 in a thrift store. Um, I've been on a C17 Loadmaster, Load Smasher in brackets, for 17 years. Um, we just ride in the back and make sure we have enough restraint for helicopters, tanks, uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so it's all true. Tra- tra- yeah, okay, well, there you go. That's very, very cool. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, very, very cool. And um, what do you think of these images? Yep, I like them. The nice colours, really vivid, surreal colours. Yeah. Planes are cool, so yeah, yeah I, like them. I, I love them. I I particularly like. I mean, that sunset one is very vivid. The colours are the the purples and pinks and yellows. Um, they're probably the middle two are my favourites. The chicken one's cool at the end. Um, the middle two are my favourite. Probably number three is um, my favourite. It, it's just a really different angle of view under the sort of under a a plane or jets engines looking towards yeah. other uh, planes there on the wrong way. I think that's a really nice image. Hope it's not a um, national security issue. Yeah, classified. Otherwise, people yeah. will do a denial of service attack on my website, which not not be very nice, would it? Mm. Um, and uh, Casey also sent in, as is, as did many other people, he sent in a picture of his Jazz two hundred six. I never knew the Jazz was a panorama camera. Have Have you heard of it before? No, I've never heard of a Jazz two hundred six. Well, someone's used a pink Jazz later on. Would you believe? Mm. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the next one is from Dave Mahali. Do you know that name, Matthew, Dave Mahali? No, I don't. Dave Mahali is the old camera guy on YouTube. And so Dave does a lot of really good um, reviews on his YouTube channel. Very informative, very cool. Uh, He also is a bit of a plastic uh, camera lover like me, so it's good to have a kindred spirit uh, there on the YouTube world. So here's his email. Did he do that video that was going around recently, the... Uh, probably. <laughs> gave you a big shout out at the end. Well, yeah, of course he did. Yeah, he did yeah, give it, yeah. He, he he did a big up for this competition, and we had a we had I think we had three people contact me saying could they do a, a slightly late entry, and I think one one or two of them uh, sent in late entries, uh, so that was great. So here we go. Hi, Matt. I couldn't pass up the chance to participate in a crappy camera challenge. You've given me an excuse to revive my own cheap plastic camera challenge video series on YouTube. I dusted off my Anscopix Panorama and Vivitar IC101. That's the other one of the other panos I've got. And that one's the Vivitar IC101 is not a bad little camera. I don't mind that one. And let them duke it out for an upcoming video. Spoiler alert, the winner, at least in my eye, was the Anscopix Panorama. And all the pictures correct. I've attached are for, correct are from the Bix. Alum Creek was taken, oddly enough, at Alum Creek in Delaware, Ohio, US. Delaware, Ohio. Isn't isn't Delaware a state? How can Delaware you know? be in Ohio? Delaware must be a town in Ohio. Del- as, Delaware's Delaware's a state. Delaware's where... No, Delaware's yes. where Roseanne's set. Is it? city. I'm sure Delaware. Yeah, Delaware is a state of. Uh, it's a state. Maybe there's a town called Hell. I'm gonna Google it now. Delaware, Ohio. 
uh, yeah, it's also a city in Ohio. So there we go. Our friends in America, they like to have cities, the same name as states. Uh, for example, Washington, <laughs> Washington, Washington DC, Washington State. Very confusing. Uh, so there we go. And um, South Live was taken on the south side of Columbus, Ohio. All images were taken. Oh, sorry. So inclined is another image from Alum Creek. And Flora was taken at Skioto. Audubon Park in Columbus, Ohio. All images were taken at box speed on Ilford HP5 Plus, processed in Ilfosol 3, water stop bath, and Ilford rapid fixer and scan with my Epson V550. Social media info, the old camera guy on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Flickr. I've enjoyed checking out all the cool, the cool entries so far. Thanks for helping revive these plastic crap craptastic fake panorama cameras cheers Dave Mahali so thank you so much Dave and uh, Dave sent in some really nice images here which one is your favourite Matthew so are you going to censor yourself for saying crap no crap's okay I can say crap but we can't say no correct okay correct yeah right you can say bloody Um, bloody's okay because half the audience won't know what bloody means it's more of an Aussie British thing right bloody crap yeah, bloody crap. Okay, so... Uh, bloody crap. Go to, go to the doctor said, if you've got bloody crap. Hey? Yeah, well, you definitely would, yeah. Um, so Dave sent some nice images in here. Which which one is your favourite? Mm, I like them all, but I think I like the last one, that diagonal... Correct. <laughs> I also like the, the rail... Yes, bridge yes. shot as well. Leading lines, moving your eye into the middle of the picture. That last one is yeah. like a, a hill on a, a slope of a hill. And it reminds mm. me of two things. It reminds me of the Windows um, background, background, the very famous, yeah. Uh, yeah, but black and white version. It also reminds me of, I'm not sure if you know this, Matthew, but do you know the, the Teletubbies? Yeah. I think they're like in the in the intro to the Teletubbies, you know, Tinky, Winky, la la. They sort of run over the top of a hill. So I sort of look at that yeah, last image of the hill and imagine Tinky, Winky and Lala uh, coming over the hill. And the sun and the sun with the baby face in it. Yeah, it was a bit freaky that was. Um yeah, it was a bit freaky. Um so and yeah, there's another one of a lake there which is nice, and the top one is of some sort of trees and a path. So yeah, very nice so, images, Dave. And uh yeah, glad to see the Ansco picks getting another outing there. Uh, but that Fivitar So this Yeah. So the sun with the baby face in it's creepy, but the fact that they're creatures with TVs inside them is not? No. No, they're much loved part of the, of, of children's entertainment. Uh, okay. In the Night Garden was actually made... Have you ever heard of In the Night Garden? Um, not my favourite band, no. <laughs> so, um, well, it could be a band, like, but... They, the sound only, like a, they sound like a metal band. That's they awesome. do a bit, yeah. Night Garden, Sound Garden, yeah. Uh, but in the Night in the Garden Night was Garden. another... Uh, who was in the, in the Night Garden? There was... Um, it was basically a, 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 like the sequel to um, Teletubbies uh, with... Um, oh. Adult version? No, definitely not. Um, no. It was Upsy Daisy and uh, Macapaka and uh, who was the blue one? Oh, blue ones are really good. Eagle Piggle. Eagle Piggle. So there you go. That's what you have to be subjected to when you have small children. Um, but there you go. Uh, so the next one, do you want to take the next one? Oh, why not? I'll have to oh, give man. you the long email. <laughs> <laughs> now, Francois, the next one's from Francois. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend that yeah. I know how to read French. So, do you want me to read the first bit? Okay. Well, it's funny. You- uh, 
Francois and I had a bit of back and forth and I did practice a bit of my French. And um, oh. so, yeah, um, so it was, it was really great to chat to Francois. Um, so here we go. Uh, Francois Lavadour, I think you probably say it. Hopefully that's right. Bonjour, Matt. Voici ma participation au concours, which I believe means, hello, Matt. Thank, here is my, uh, my entries for the challenge. And then I'll pass over to you, Matthew, for the rest. Did you learn French in, in high school? In, in I did, I did, and then I, I learnt it at um, in England. Would you believe? I learnt French in England at uh, the Open mm. University in England. Uh, yeah, because I was, I was, I was. French was my worst subject at school. I, 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 I don't say this lightly, but I did actually cheat in an exam. I sat next to the clever kid and copied their answers. It was multiple choice. <laughs> um, I was that bad. Um, but it didn't actually, it was kind of karma because French, I was so bad at French, it didn't actually count towards my final score. Your last subject uh, kind of dropped off. And so, yeah, yeah. It, it never got counted towards my my mediocre high school slacker results. Uh, so here we go. Do you want to read out Francois's email? Yeah, was it an O? Your, your OP? Was no, we, OP this was before the OP in Queensland. We had no. something, they had something called the TE score in Queensland. So basically back when I went to school, they had a thing called the TE score. It was, it was a, yeah. it was a number up to 990. I don't know why they couldn't make it a oh. thousand. It was 990. Okay. And then they made a big yeah. song and dance. We're going to get rid of this horrible score. And they introduced another score, but this one was one to 25. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, so get rid of that horrible number but you're now this other number so I don't I don't really understand it all but um, yeah okay. we digress right. we digress okay back uh, to Francois someti- okay Francois um, sometimes in life you need something to get you to try new things this, this is definitely the case for years I have been going around local charity shops and church rummage sales looking for fun stuff occasionally I find a cheap camera that I clean up only to put it in a box full of other cameras to try out when I saw the contest, I went through the boxes looking for the few cheap panorama cameras I knew I had. It's only it's only at that time I realized I actually owned two Ultronic panorama cameras. Uh, so this had to be a sign of some sorts. I elected to use the champagne-colored one. Well, you know, he's French. Um, I always thought that those crop panoramic cameras were something to sneeze at. Crappy plastic, small negative area, no adjustments, but in the end, I admit that I was—I surprisingly enjoyed using it. Since the shutter on those is said to be around one two hundredth of a second, I measured it and was closer to one one hundred seventy-fifth. I elected to use some Arista EDU 400 that I pull process to EL200 using some Rodinol at one to fifty. I had never used Rodinal. My go-to developer is usually HC110. In the end, I quite like the results. The grain is massive. Contrast is good. I couldn't be happier with the results considering how low-tech the camera is. Uh, The satellite dish was taken at the Canadian Space Agency at St. Hubert Airport near Montreal, Canada. The dish is super useful as it is part of the ground support. Did you say useful? Useful? (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Continue. As I'm doing my gold member impression. Oh, yeah. yeah. Austin Powers, yes. Noise, noise and toy. Um, the black pudding... And what did I get up to before you rudely black, interrupted me? pudding? The, <laughs> the dish is super useful as it is part of ground support for the International Space Station. The black building, sorry. Yes, black um, building. Uh, with the reflective glass is in an industrial park in the city of St. Bruno de Monteville near Montreal, Canada. The small tower with the 
curving path is near the St. Lawrence River in, I'm not going to pronounce that, Longuli. Longuli. <laughs> um, just, <laughs> just across the river is Montreal. And the tree that's perfectly framed in the parking lines is just at the end of the runway at St. Hubert Airport near Montreal, Canada. All pictures taken on a gloriously cheap Ultronic panoramic using Arista EDU 400 ISO film exposed at EL 200 and developed in Rodinal 1 to 50. My flicker name is Flavor D. Cheers, Francois. Very good. That was a long email. Well done. So yeah, Francois and I had a few emails back and forth. It was lovely to chat to Francois. He was telling me that um, it's been a very cold. It was actually at the time when we were chatting. It was a very cold uh, winter in uh, sorry, very cold summer in Montreal. Uh, how, how's winter down there in Melbourne? Is it chilly? Yes. It's not too bad up here. It's a little bit chilly, but you know what Southeast Queensland's like. We have our sunny day, sunny spells during the day, so that warms us up. Um, so, Francois, sunny at night, I'd be concerned. Well, you'd be very concerned, yeah. Uh, Francois's images, I, I really like them. There's uh, really cool black and white images. Um, yep. The first one's got a satellite dish in. The second one's buildings. The third one's like a pathway, and the fourth one is a vertical one. Which one's your favourite? Yeah. I like the buildings, the black pudding. The black pudding, the black buildings. Yep, I like the I like the satellite dish. I think it, okay. it, it's a bit of mystery to it. It's kind of like yeah. you know, at the end of the world, and you're running across, to trying to stay alive, and you see this mysterious building. I don't know. I like that. I like that top one, um, which is yep. very cool. More Fran- of the world. Yeah, absolutely. And Francois also sent in a picture of his two. Ultronic panoramic cameras there, the champagne and the silver by the look of it. So um, very good. And uh, thank you so much to Francois for sending those in. Uh, I like the car park with the tree too. Yeah, it's it's a very nice, nicely composed vertical image, that one. You're listening to Matt Loves Cameras. The next entry is from here in Australia, Phil Watts, and this is what Phil sent in. Hi, Matt. The following two shots, uh, sorry, the following shots were taken with a crappy plastic panoramic YPIC camera I found for $2 at the op shop. The op shop, op shops are, of course, uh, charity stores or thrift stores here in Australia. All images, sorry, I'm just trying to, I've got dark chocolate in my mouth and I'm trying to swallow it. Ugh. All is images. Mis- is that why you mispronounced Correct. <laughs> That's correct. All images were, were taken at Lake Eild- Eildon. Does that sound right? Is that in Victoria? Yep. Uh, yep. Where I've been living during lockdown. The photos are shot on expired Ilford P4 surveillance film. The neighbour up here saw me shooting an old folding camera one day and asked, are you shooting film? He went on to explain he worked in security installing surveillance cameras at ATMs and then he had an old bulk roll of film left over from when they went digital. Score. So I took my crappy camera, my crappy film, and took these crappy photos. Enjoy, Phil Watts. Uh, so that's pretty cool, isn't it? The uh, surveillance yeah. film. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. They're, um, the big, um, the big uh, surveillance film cameras were amazing. I decommissioned uh, a couple of those when I worked in the security industry. So what do you mean decommissioned? What do you do? Smash them? Well, you know, just no. <laughs> take them off the wall and put a oh, put right. a video put a video camera up, ah, basically. Yeah, yeah. They so would they were designed that when the bank 
people in the banks pressed like the emergency button, they would start recording. Ah. That's that's how they work. So did they take video, like, uh, you know, film of a moving picture or was it like a series of stills? Yeah, no series of stills more would be closer to what they what they were but yeah, uh, yeah. when the, when there was like an emergency they the frame rate uh, kicked up yeah, yeah. faster yeah ah very cool very cool and um, yeah some three nice images there from Phil um, there's a, a hill with a four wheel drive and a gentleman there there's a nice one of a lake um, and there's someone in a kitchen um, probably yeah. lost something down the down the sink by the look of it which one is your favorite I like the kitchen one. It's probably uh, knowing Ilden, it could be a caravan or a, a, a hut or something like that, possibly. Yeah, very nice. Mine, uh, I, I like that last one, but I, I also like the, the first one as well of the old Land Rover and the Lake one. They're all very cool. And, um, yeah, very, very impressed by Phil's use of surveillance film there. So, well done to Phil. So, the next one, we're going to move on to Meredith Wilson in the UK. Take it away, Matthew. Hi Matt, I hope you're having a good Saturday. Here are my entries for the Pano competition. I'm using a crappy Crappy. (laughs) panorama wide pick camera that I bought on eBay for £1.99 to keep myself amused during lockdown and take part in the crappy Crappy. camera challenge on Twitter. The shed was shot uh, in my garden on some expired HP5 Plus that I had knocking around in my stash. The horse and daisies were shot on a similarly expired Delta 400 Pro during a walk around my neighbourhood, Pinner slash Northwood Hills. Despite the general crappiness, I really love using this little camera. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your weekend and thanks for setting fun challenges. Cheers, Meredith. My IG slash Twitter handle is Merry Mayhem. Very good. Yeah. So um, that sort of area is, um, I had to Google it. Uh, it's actually a kind of vague sort of area. I know it's kind of um, near the Harrow Watford area to the, the west northwest of London there. So uh, yeah, very cool. And um, what else can we say? The horse and daisies. That sounds like a pump to me, doesn't it? You can imagine the, the horse and daisies, but it's, it's not. It's actually a horse with some daisies. Um, so Meredith sent in three pictures there. Which one is your favourite? I like the last one because it's almost like, um, you know, like separate images. Yeah. Of, you know, a few, you know, one, two, three, four, five, four and a bit separate vertical photos. Yeah, that's right. I really like that one. Um, and I, what I really like as well is that, you know, Meredith made this a bit of a lockdown challenge and stuff. And I think I think that's a bit of a, you know, a few other people have done similar things. So that's it's really cool, I think, that um, people are able to to hear about this crappy challenge and, and go out there and shoot some, some photos um, close to home or, or on isolation walks or whatever. Um, so, yeah, that's my favourite as well, that last one of Meredith's um, with those kind of stripes down the image. It looks very cool. Um, so next up is Dale Willett. So Dale is again from the UK and he actually lives in a town called Walsall, which is where I used to live. Um, so there you go. Um, my wife is from kind of Wolverhampton, Walsall. We used to live in Walsall. My daughter was born in Walsall. Um, so, um, yeah, so, um, Dale, that's where Dale lives as well. And so here are, here is Dale's letter. Hi Matt, here are my four entries for the plastic pano competition. The two colour pics were taken on Fujifilm C200 and the two mono pics were on Kentmere 400. 
Of the colour picks, the first was taken on the M6 just outside Birmingham and the second was near my house while waiting for a bus. And I, I know that M6 very well. It's one of the busiest motorways in Europe and when you get stuck on the M6, it's it's not a very good thing. Um, both mono picks were taken at my place of work on a gloomy Sunday afternoon. The camera is one of those unbranded panorama cameras that were often used as promo material and therefore are everywhere. I have noticed that the viewfinder doesn't exactly show you what you're going to get on the image and the negative is slightly longer. Yes, that's a bit of a common issue, isn't it, Matthew, with these cheap ones? I, I don't know. I've, I, I haven't noticed. Yeah, I've, I kind of noticed that, yeah, you think you're getting something in the image and you get more than you bargained for, but you know, the viewfinder coverage probably isn't great on these plastic beauties um, in terms of what you see through the, the viewfinder is what you get on the film. Uh, Dale continues, also in the camera, in this camera at least, the left-hand side of the image is much softer and out of focus than the right side, yeah. which again we saw on Anthony's, because Anthony, Anthony Hans also used a panorama wide pick, and we saw that as well. The left-hand side of the image was more out of focus, and Dale concurs here uh, with that. Uh, correct. 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 Uh, he's also put, thank you for the zine. So Dale was uh, the first person. I, I published one of my last, uh, I think the, the episode about my my zine launch, and Dale was the very first person to buy the zine. So thanks so much to Dale. Um, he's put here, thanks for the zine. On the first read, I rather enjoyed it. I'll let you know, um, let you have a more in-depth critical assessment once I've given it another go-through. Don't worry, I won't be too mean to you. Probably a winky face. Cheers, Dale Willits, uh, at delusions underscore of underscore competence. Oh, I know who... I don't yes. know who Dale... I don't know who Dale Willits is, but I know yeah, who know delusions of competence. competence Yes, is. yes. Yeah. Um, I, I follow Dale as well on social media. So there you go. Yeah. Another familiar name for to introduce you to, Matthew. Um, yeah. And there's four images... What, what I really love is there's a couple of images, the first two. It's almost like, um, you know, Dale's kind of made images here out of things which people would just kind of walk by every day. So the first one is like a fence on the left-hand side and some kind of wire. And it looks like to me, like you get these industrial yards in the West Midlands where, you know, there might be cars or a factory behind there, but you get those these kind of fences that you can't climb over. Um, yeah. and it looks like he, like he's made a composition out of one of those fences so, and the, the wire in the background and the pole. I think that's a really nice composition. Um, it's yeah. a really cool arrow following that one, a black and white image of an arrow. And then the third one's the M6 and the fourth one is at the bus stop outside his house and there's a bit of nice bit of lens flare there. Which one is your favourite? I like the arrow on the ground. Yep. Yeah, it's nice. Correct. It's a curvy arrow on the ground, and there's a bit of a reflection in the top um, right of the image. Um, so, and you, you can also see that that wide pick left hand side softness. The right hand side does seem a bit more sharp. So, yes, very cool. Would you like to take it away with the next one? Yes, I will have. I'll, I will uh, read Mr. Friday's um, Mr. Friday's message. Is it is uh, it Sally or Sealy Friday? I don't. I've never spoken to him. I don't know if it's Sally or Sealy. He's from um, uh, Amsterdam, the What's Netherlands. Correct, Netherlands. <laughs> yeah. Um, dear Matt, here are my four entries for the plastic pano camera challenge. I've been using one of those wide-pick focus-free panorama uh, 118 gram cameras. I dubbed it Panchi as well, sort of uh, short for cheap panorama. I got it. I accidentally dropped a bunch of times, and miraculously, it still works. 
the cameras you the films used the pa- the films used in the past months uh, were various cheap expired 400 ISO color film that I home developed using Caffeinol Delta STD recipe, which gives a large amount of grain. Uh, images from the Netherlands, cheers, SF, Twitter, slash, Instagram, at Sealy uh, Friday. That's S-E-L-Y Friday. Yes, so, so uh, I, as you know, I've only developed film a few times. But I'm, so if you develop mm-hmm. colour film in Caffeinol, it comes out black and white, correct? Is that what goes on? Well, if you develop colour film, any colour film in any black and white film, it'll come out black and white. Yeah, but he's developed using caffeinol. So, yeah. oh yeah, so caffeinol because it's not a C forty one chemistry. Comes yeah. the color film comes out black and white. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so there's four images here. Um, so there's a girl looking downwards. There's a very clever one that follows, which is a like a horse and buggy. But it's on the left hand side is the horse of the second. <laughs> Buggy, horse and buggy and on the right hand side is the person from the uh, I don't know how to explain yeah. this yep yeah. so it's, it's a ho- it. just horse and buggy is just a horse and- yeah okay cool the yeah. third one I thought was very clever it's a it looks like to be shot in a tunnel somewhere and almost yeah. the whole image is black except for a little window in the middle and the fourth yeah. one is a vertical image of a, a light pole and, and some other stuff What? which one's your favourite? I like the horse and buggy yeah yeah I mean that is that's a very well executed image mm. to, to get that done like that um, you know because I'm guessing the horse and buggies were moving and um, I think that's really clever um, my favourites though um, I really like the the girl there looking downwards looking perhaps a bit sad her hair is sort of flowing to the right hand side of the image which is where there's a lot of negative space in the right hand side of the image um, and her hair is sort of flowing and leading to that and there's a, a beautiful bit of frame burn on the left hand side of that image as well and I also think that third image of the, I'm guessing it's a tunnel I think that's I think that's a really um clever sort of brave composition because I guess most people would try and fit something quite wide in a panorama shot um, but um, Mr. Friday here has has gone very kind of just that little tiny bit of light in the middle of the frame which I think is very cool yep. and the girl's sad because dad is taking yet another photo of her we've been there we've all been there my, I have many similar images of, of my children uh, so there we go um, I'll let you actually do you want to read the next one as well because it, it, I, I know that Jack is a man of yours yes Jack Jack Johnson from um, from uh, uh, Alaska and the name of the town he lives in in Alaska is I can't remember Anchorage uh, do you no. know no he lives near Anchorage I think that's really narrowed it down. It's really narrowed it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get my Alaskan um, phone book out. And we'll we'll double check where he lives. Uh, yeah, we'll just look up Jack Johnson. Right. Um, where does he live? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, Saska- Saskatoon. Saskatoon. Isn't that in Canada? No. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. He's a good friend of mine, obviously. Yeah, clearly. Jack Johnson, not the musician. No, I was about to say, is it better better when you're together? But no, keep going. Hello, Matt. All shot with a new new in-box Vivitar IC101 Ilford HP5 Plus developed in HC110 Dilution D. Jack, the real nap Jack on Instagram. 
and um, this is Jack's bridge that he travels across to get to work every day. Wow. So that's the kind of scenery he's looking at every day when he's driving and listening to various podcasts. Cool. Except for photographer stories because there hasn't been an episode of that for years. Well, then you should sort yourself out, shouldn't you, really? Yeah, I probably should. Yeah, you probably should. Um, so, jump on other people's podcasts, take them over. Yeah, so this is these are cool shots of the bridge. I like the bridge. Yeah. It, look, it looks like in the second one there's no handrail or something on, on the... On this side of the bridge looks a bit scary, or is that just the way it looks? I don't know. No. It could be. It could be. I don't know. It's a. It's a road bridge. I don't think it's for pedestrians. Yeah. True. True. Um, yeah. So yeah, these are these are nice shots from Jack. Um, what I loved about Jack, I do like Jack shots here, <clears throat> particularly which I like the second one the best. What do you? Which one do you like? I like the second one because of the shadows. Yeah. And I like the uh, fourth one because that's just another version of a, a shot that he takes on various cameras yeah, when they yeah. come, into, come into his possession. Yeah. Uh, we've all got those shots. My shots lately have been the boats and the local lighthouse. Um, mm. It was the pink flowers last year, but I, I don't work in the city anymore, so the pink flowers have um, have disappeared this year, sadly. Might have to make a special trip just for you, Matthew. Um, so what another good thing about Jack's images was he actually renamed all the JPEGs Jack Loves Panos. <laughs> so I thought that was very cool. Nice. Okay, so the next one is from Joni Benarok. Benarok, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Hi, Matt. Mm-hmm. Here are my entries for the plastic pano camera challenge. I used an Ultronic panoramic that I bought at an estate sale for $2. Film with some Kodak 200 film. I don't remember exactly. All of the photos were taken in Atlanta, Georgia, USA. I forgot about the light leak in this camera. By the end of the second roll, some of my photos looked like they were on fire. That would have been cool. Thanks for a fun challenge from Jody. And there's four images here. One of some nice foliage against the sky. Another one of a creek. The third one of some kind of white building with a blue sky. And the fourth one is of a, like a power, what do you call it? A, not a power pole, a power, big power transformer thingy i don't know what do you call it a power line yeah something like that yeah a tower of power tower power yep which one's your favorite i like i like the third one and i've been looking at it you know for a few days now and i think it is like looking upwards from down the bottom of a building looking up yeah yep i don't know it's hard to see to work out what angle I think she's trying to trick us. I think those are clouds in the sky. I think yeah. I think we're looking up. Yeah, so. but are we looking? We're we looking up. Like, is the the top right hand side of the image is that the top, or is the top the top left hand side of the image? It's kind of uh, something in between. Yeah, I think maybe we're kind of looking upwards. I don't know. Yeah, but it's a, it's a nice image with nice shapes and colors there. Um, although I I really like the vertical one, the bottom, the the power transforming transformer tower thing I, I like that one the, the blues in the sky they're really cool um, the way they're sort of yeah I don't know I just like that one as well cool so correct. moving on correct correct we have and uh, also Jody sent in a picture of the ultronic panorama on the scales 4.2 ounces nice weigh in there uh, weighing yeah. under the weight limit the next so one take it away Matthew bantam, bantam weight camera um okay Michael Newman, hello Matt. Please find attach my entries for the two 
2020 Matt Loves Panos Plastic Pano Camera Challenge. All photos were taken during the month of May in the state of Maine, USA. The first image is a statue of poet Henry Wadsworth Longfellow wearing a mask. The next two images were taken at Flanagan Farm. The last photo is a snapshot of Portland Head Lighthouse. The camera used was an Ansco Pix Panorama, picked up for four ninety five plus shipping on a popular auction site. I wonder if it was eBay. I'd say so. Um, <laughs> The film used was Konica Minolta Centuria 400, expired uh, 03-2008. film was developed and scanned by the Darkroom Photo Lab in California. Thank you, Michael Newman. So we have the first one is of a statue of someone with a mask on. second one is a, uh, a New England lighthouse there in Maine. The third one is of a tractor in a field of yellow flowers. And uh, as is the fourth one, one is a horizontal tractor and one is a vertical tractor. Mm. Uh, which one's your favourite? I like the lighthouse and I like the vertical tractor shot. Yeah, I, I really love all four of these images. I think they're all great. Um, I particularly like the tractor ones. Uh, the tractor just has got a lot of personality. It looks like an old school tractor. It almost looks like it has a face on it with those two headlamp eyes and the, the grizzly old grumpy yeah. face. Um, yeah. And um, all those, what are those? Are they dandelions there, those flowers? Um, yeah. They they just kind of make that photo, you know, the nice yellows and greens and the red of the tractor. Um, so I think uh, Michael did a fantastic job uh, with these images. I, I really love the tractor ones and the lighthouse one as well. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Next, we're heading to the top end of Australia, uh, which Ooh. of course is the Northern Territory. Uh, and the, the images came from Jeremy Wong. And Jeremy writes, Hi Matt, I had fun with this challenge. Great to hear it, Jeremy. All shot with the same roll of Kodak Ultramax with a wide pick panorama camera out and about in Darwin from Jeremy. So there we go. There's four images, two uh, two very different images. The top two are very different to the last two. So the first two are quite bright and colourful. Uh, there's a lady there um, in front of some kind of mural which says, um, holding hands saves lives, which is not, kind not, of... Not, <laughs> not, not the moment. No, so I think no. it's probably a hint of irony about that one. Holding hands saves lives. Uh, it's got kids on the sign, so I'm guessing it's some kind of crossing campaign maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, you know, crossing the street bit- campaign. There's been a bit too much hand-holding going on down here in Victoria. There has, sure. there has with your outbreak. Um, the next yeah. one is of what I'm guessing is Darwin uh, with, with those people on the orange scooters. Do you have the orange scooters down there in Melbourne? Mm, no, no. We had, the, we had the green bikes and they all ended up in the lake yeah. in, in the, and in the Yarra. So, yeah. um, Don't you have any scooter, e-scooters at all in Melbourne? I don't know. Yeah. We I haven't been... I haven't been in you the city the in six since, months, have you? since um <laughs> I haven't been it's accurate. I haven't been in the city since <laughs> February or March, I don't know. Yeah. We have yeah. Uh, we had the lime scooters in Brisbane, the green yeah. ones, but then they yeah. um they've bowed out of Brisbane now and we've got the I don't know what the orange ones are called, but we've got the orange ones. So we, I think yeah. we had the same scooters as Darwin. Um so and then the last two images here are of uh cycles, bicycles, and they're very dark and moody with sort of shards of light there. Uh which one's your favourite of Jeremy's? I like. I think I like the third one, the darker yep. light one. But I like. I wish the fourth one was as dark as the third one. Yeah, yeah. And and then I would like it even more. 
yeah, I, I like I like three and four. They're very nice. Um, yeah, really nice. Sort of just lighting up little bits and pieces of those cycles there. So it's uh, yeah, it's very cool. Thank you so much to Jeremy for sending those in. And the next one is Adrian Doyle. Take it away, Matthew. Adrian Doyle. Ugh. Color images. Ansco Pix Panorama. Fuji Film. Fuji Color Superior Extra Four Hundred. Chapel Hill. NC. Is that North, North Carolina? North Carolina. Yep, I'd say so. Yeah. Uh, black and white image, Ansco Pix Panorama, Ilford HP5 plus 400, Carboro, North Carolina. Was it Carboro? Carboro? I don't know. Carboro? Yeah. Um, and his Instagram handle is Doyle Adrian. Yep, correct. <laughs> <laughs> So Adrian sent in four yep. color images here. Um, one of a sign and a tree against the sky. The next one's a black and white one um, with people's names um, saying um, Botham, Jean's Life Mattered, Pamela Turner's Life Mattered. So I'm guessing that is from the Black Lives Matter movement. Yep. Um, and then the number three and four looks like people sort of, um, I don't know, like milling about some kind of small town. I think of it. Yeah. Congregating? Yeah. 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 So these are protesting? Yeah, possibly, possibly. Who knows? Um, So, yeah. So, really like these images from Adrian. Which one's your favourite? I think the last one. um, I always like a a people shot. Yeah. Yeah. I like the second one um, of the lady. So, there's a fence with all those people's names on them. Both of Jean's life mattered and and so on and so forth going down the fence. And the lady's looking at them. I like that one. It's quite a topical one. And, yeah, I like that one of Adrian's. So, um, thank you for sending those in. And the next one is from Kenny and I've got oh no I don't know how I've done this yeah. but I've, I've got to read a long one out okay eat it here we go I've actually I'm actually very nasally and snuffly tonight so I apologise for that I can barely breathe uh, Kenny Tuomi hi Matt here are four fantastically plastic images shop with the Jazz Jelly 207 panoramic 35mm camera on Lomo 400 film authentically home developed in EC2N supplied by Conspiracy of Cartographers of course that is Eric from the uh, Author of Lens podcast and scanned replete with dust specs because why not smash together multiple variables for or a photo competition why not indeed the series of this series of four images tells a dark tale of walking through a closed park playground which is adjacent to a cemetery a fittingly dark juxtaposition during these viral times the EC2N process at least this round of developing gave each frame a nuclear fallout speckled look look icing on the grim cake I did not find the Jazz 207 a pleasure to use the tiny 118 gram chassis in my crude mitts yielded a 50% rate of finger in the image shots we've all been there we've all been there certainly not much thought is required to use this camera with its fixed focus 27mm lens f 9.5 aperture and 1 100th of a second shutter speed all I had to do with the 400 speed film was wait for a light wait for light within a few stops of proper exposure or just shoot regardless sort of a spray and pray camera as the field of view is forgivingly narrower than the actual exposed frame focus was Lomo soft getting softer at the margins they are really sharp as contact prints maybe I'll try a matchbook zine this did not alleviate my lust for the Hasselblad X-Pan but I did get to pretend I'm master of the panoramic format while shooting 
from Ken. That's a great letter, Ken. Thank you so much. And uh, do you want to describe... Um, what? Well, well, I need a break to breathe. Would you like to describe these images, please, Matthew? All right. The, um, the, well, the first one's a photo of the camera. It's red or pink. What did he say? Pink. Uh, pink. Correct. And uh, the next one's uh, a playground by the look of it. And uh, there's some playground equipment in the background and a tree on the right and a, and a Pac-Man-shaped patch of grass. Um, the next one is a playground. There's a, a boulder or rock in the foreground and playground equipment. Uh, the next one's uh, a road with signs on it that say park temporarily closed, no parking, <laughs> no parking. Um, and then the last one, some toy trucks in uh, a playground. Yep. Yeah, very nice. And um, here's kind of a really cool look to these images from that uh, processed um, he's described. So you can uh, you can process normal C41 film in EC2N, I'm guessing. Is that right? Um, I've never had anything to do with uh, ECN. I keep saying EC2N. I must be bloody borderline dyslexic. It's ECN2, I meant to say. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely listexic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so this is this is our second jazz camera as well, by the way. So someone else earlier had a jazz camera. And uh, which which one is your favourite of, of these images? Oh, uh, well, it has to be the signs. Park temporarily closed and no parking. No parking, yeah, I like that one. I also like the, the trucks one at the end, but yeah, the, the park temporarily closed, I like that one as well. Um, so I think we're in the home stretch now. We've only got a, a couple of others to go. So would you... I know we've got three more to go. Would you like oh, to take... God. I know, it's a bit of a long stretch, right? Uh, would you like to take over the next one from Paul Howell? Hi, Matt. I recently noticed your pano challenge on a saved podcast. I purchased the camera from eBay for the grand total of eight pounds, a gold Vivitar IC101, no less. The photos were all taken in Tideswell, Derbyshire, England, on an overcast uh, Derbyshire, uh, England on an overcast day. The film used was Fomapan ISO 200. Kind regards, Paul Howell. P.S. If you know anyone who would like to purchase a small gold panorama <laughs> camera, please let me know. Used only once. Um, yes. Yeah, so you know, if you want to send it to us, Paul will be happy to shred it for you. Well, if, there's a, if there's anyone, actually, you know what? The the Vivitar IC101 is not a bad pano. I've, I shot a roll of HP5 through it, and oh, I was okay. I was actually quite impressed. Um, it gave a, a nice kind of rendition. It's actually the one that I shot. Um, I wrote an article for Ambit Emulsive using the Vivitar IC101 as as a pretext to promote this competition, of course. And, um, oh. yeah, and HP5 on it looks really good. Um, so there you go. But if anyone is in the Derbyshire area and uh, would like a Vivitar IC101, would like to buy one, um, hit us up here at the show and I'll get you in touch with Paul. Um, there's four images here of a English village. Um, so there's a row of houses, yep. another row of houses, a graveyard, and a nice sort of yep. market town feel there at the bottom with the uh, with lots of cars everywhere. Which one yep. is uh, which tickles your fancy? Uh, I think I like the third one, the graveyard. Yep. That's kind of cool. It's very it's very UK, isn't it? It's just yeah. like dripping with England. 
It is absolutely. Yeah. I like those those first two. Like I, I, I always fancy living in a little village, a uh, little stone sort of cottage with hanging baskets. And uh, the first two images, that's what they show: these sort of little little cottages um, with these beautiful flowers, hanging baskets outside. And uh, yeah, nice images there from Paul. And uh, Paul put another roll of, through that um, Vivitar IC one hundred and one uh, before you sell it. Um, so great results there from Paul. And the next one, uh, I'll read out because it's a nice short one. It's from Graham Young. Do you know this name, Graham Young? Matthew. Yes, Graham Young from the Homemade Camera Podcast. Correct. So Graham Young is one third of the Homemade Camera Podcast, and um, also I think Nick is another host, and also your man crush is another host, isn't he? <laughs> Ethan Moses. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Yeah. Uh, who is the he, he once described as the baby daddy of your of your was that camera dactyl? Is that what it is? Yes. Yep. Yeah. How how is have you been using that much lately or? Uh, yeah, I shot some colour through uh, colour through it recently for the first time. Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks. A few oh, weeks. The ago. rooftop one. The rooftop picks. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. car park. Yeah. 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 Cool. And you impressed with the results? Impressed with the results, but six dollars a shot. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, you want to be happy for six dollars a shot. Yes. Okay. Yes. So here's yeah. Graham Young. Uh, Graham also has a, his own um, get into. I think it's called Get Into Film Photography. Um, get started with film photography podcast, which is very useful as well. But here they are. I understand if I'm past the deadline. He was, but uh, we let him through. Anyway, it was a fun project. Even if I only got one roll out of my camera before the rewind lever sheared off and produced a light leak. Well, Graham's very clever with his hands. I'm sure Graham could fix it, mm. couldn't he? Couldn't he 3D a part up or something? Because um, Graham, what's that one? Um, the Kranken is that what Graham created? The 3D plastic camera, Kraken, Kraken, Kranken, whatever. Uh, so I'm sure Graham could fix that if he wanted to. Uh, so there's three images here he sent through um, some kind of park or, or some kind of road with a reflection and a some kind of I don't know, it looks like a portaloo there almost. Um, yeah. One of a lake which has got a ki- nice kind of sun kind of flare there. And the third one is some kind of tower, maybe a, I don't know, water tower, maybe? Who knows? Uh, which one tickles your fancy? Uh, I think I like the middle one. I'm, a, I'm always a sucker for some some for some water. Yep, it's a good flare. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that one as well. Um, so, yeah, very nice from Graham. And he, he just made the cutoff. Uh, and hopefully he can he get that camera fixed. Uh, and the last one is from John Yao, which who is down your way in Victoria. Is he? Yes. All right. And guess, uh, what, guess what John owns? Uh, an X-Pan? He may well indeed own an X-Pan. If he does own an X-Pan, yeah. have to look him up later. Um John Yao, when I first heard about the cheap pano challenge, I went all in. First step was to grab a cheap pano, second to work out what I was doing, and third submit. Four frames presented, all from a roll of Kodak Gold 200 and a frame from Kodak Tri-X 400. Love the challenge, love the carefree take of just using cheap tools to create. Love this, Matt. Thanks, mate. John, Instagram, John underscore, underscore Yao underscore Artifix photo. Yes, that's correct. Um, So there you go. So there's four images there. Um, Do you want to describe them or do you want me to? I'll do it if you want to blow your nose or something. Well, I might Um, need to. The the first one 
is I'm guessing it's 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 a reflected selfie. Yeah. Um, there's a I big reckon. four on the glass. Uh, it's black and white. The next one is a, a eucalyptus tree with some other uh, trees in the background and a bit of a sun flare going on. The third one is a residential street with the sun hiding behind a tree. And the last one is little birdies on the power lines. Yep. And... Um my favourite out of those four, I like them all, but my favourite is the first one, the black and white one, the selfie. I think there's something just kind of cool about that. And this, yeah, yeah it's kind of, every time I looked at it, it was something I, I noticed differently. So, which one was your favourite? Uh, the last one, the birds on the, the, the wire. Birds. They I actually, almost look like little music notes. They do. I actually mm. attempted that very similar image with glass, uh, but mine didn't come out quite as good, so I didn't um, submit that as part of my little portfolio for our little face-off. Um, so yeah, so that I'd nearly, for- nearly forgotten about that. Well, yes, we we have our own little um, face-off here. So that concludes um, all the listener entries. Now. We actually compared notes yesterday and we pretty much worked out that we had very little in common re- regarding who we <laughs> thought took the best pictures. Of course, this is a photography contest. Of course, everyone's got to yeah. have different ideas about what they like and don't like. And I, yeah. the one thing to say is I think everyone's done a, a fantastic job. Uh, it's been really fun and I'm, I've been really happy to get so many entries. Uh, I know how to run a photo contest next time. So next time, the next one I do, it'll be a little bit more uh, structured. I'll know what to do. Uh, but I think everyone's done a great job. Should we should we rattle through our top ten photos, um, and then should we should we give say who the winner is based on the portfolio? Is that what we should do? Okay, all right. I'm just scrolling back to the top. Okay, cool. Um, so, and I should have probably opened up the Google document that I prepared earlier. Yeah. Um, uh, where are we? No, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. So, in order as they are on the website, um, my top ten in no particular order. Um, apart from the the order that they are on the page. Yep. Um. So, uh, scrolling down to Matt Evans, the girl with the the ponytail running. Uh, and then. After that one, Andrew Bartram's photo of the uh, the field with the it's um, oh, a long way down, isn't it? Uh, the field with the 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 strange covered field yep. lines in it. Color image, yep. Yep. Um, Andrew Spencer, the Kai, guy from Kaikoura, with the uh, the last one, the wharf. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Ken Bertram, the black and white one of the road with the trees, uh, everything sweeping towards the right. Yep. Um, Francois Lavadur, um, the 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 black pudding, the black buildings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Phil Watt, the the lady or the the man or the the person in the kitchen, the mm-hmm. with the the shadow. Uh, Dale Willits, Mister. Um, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, not delusions. Delusions of competence. I was going to say car, uh, uh, something of cartography. That's not. That's someone else. Yep. Um, the uh, his the um, the arrow on the ground. Yes, arrow on the ground. Uh, yeah. 
Jack Johnson's last bridge shot yep. that he takes with every single camera he owns. Yep. Um, Jody's um, one that we were discussing, we couldn't tell if it was vertical or horizontal and it's the white things. Yes, building kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. And uh, John Yao's uh, Birds on a Wire. Birds on a Wire, that's it. And I bet these people love the fact we're giving the, their images titles as well. <laughs> mm. Yeah, they should be um, paying us for that. Absolutely. Yeah. So I've got my top ten. I don't think I've done it in the in the order on the page. I'll, I'll just give mm. you the top ten in no particular order, though. Um, okay. So I really loved a Casey's image on the runway of the uh, the two um, jet engines, whatever they are, with all the planes on the runway. I love that one. I loved Andrew's Avoca Street image there in New Zealand on Ektar. Uh, I love the one from Michael Newman um, with the tractor and the yellow Danny lines, the horizontal image. Um, I loved Silly, Sally Friday's The Girl image, um, looking down with that nice bit of frame burn on the left. Love that one. Matt Evans, I liked his image with the water, the black and white one of the water. I uh, really liked Ken Bertram's um, curving road image as well. Um, I loved Anthony Hand's image, uh, the first one of the of his daughters there in the water paddling around. Um, I loved the is it the Ruby Princess, or the Diamond Princess, the Ruby Princess, isn't it? Yeah, the, the virus. Ship. Yep, virus. The virus ship. Yeah, that one, the first one there from uh, Paul Wheeler. Uh, I really liked Dominic's. Uh, I couldn't work out with Dominic if I liked his lighthouse or his barn better, but I went with the barn. And I also went with John Yao's, uh, but I went with his black and white one, the one, the selfie in the in the in the mirror or the window with the number four. Now I did have, to be fair, full disclosure, I actually had about uh, thirteen or fourteen images in my top ten. Some were definitely in the top ten, and some weren't. But I saw that you featured some of uh, the ones I liked as well, so I actually dropped them out of my top ten just to give um, some other people. Cause I couldn't decide, so I thought, well, mm-hmm. you mentioned a couple of the ones I liked as well, so I dropped them out. Um, Spread but, the um, love. Yeah, absolutely. But my now, what do we do now? Do we want to? Um, I'll. Should we? I don't know. If you got a top three or not, or you just happy with all no. of them? Okay, cool. No, I got a top. It was hard enough picking ten. So, absolutely, yeah. it was. It was. Yeah. Give me, give me another week. I'll give you a top three. <laughs> I'll give you another year. I think it's very hard. Uh, so should we now? Um, should we give a couple of special awards? Um, so we're, we're going to judge the overall winner by because it was so hard on the individual image. We've decided to award an overall winner on portfolio. Is that correct? Oh, and you're the boss. Oh well, I you know I thought that'd be a good thing. Does that sound good? <laughs> Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, so we'll leave absolutely. that for last. Uh, yeah. We'll give a couple of special awards first. Um, mm-hmm. Now, only a few people sent in vertical um, images. Now, what's what's the scoop with vertical pano images in, in, in your community of your people? Is that the done thing or not? Uh, it's the difficult thing to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, so we're going to give a special award here um, for the person who's pulled off the best vertical image. Um, would you like to announce that, Matthew? I guess I can. Sure. Oh, did I read out my wrong top ten? Oh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Well, that um, would be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're all great. Um, uh, the and what, what am I doing? The vertical one. Yep. So um, we both decided that the best the vertical shot was Michael Newman's uh, flowers with tractor. Yes. Cracking image, yeah. absolutely cracking yeah. image. Uh, so well done to Michael for that. Uh, I love both his horizontal and his vertical, but the the vertical image there has won the uh, the, the best vertical uh, of the, the the old tractor with the nice dandy lines there. Um, yeah. Now we're also going to do a best black and white image 
because the the winning set, bit of a spoiler, the winning set are a colour set. So we're also <laughs> going to give a special award uh, for the best black and white. And I think we're just yeah. going to give the person's name, aren't we? Because we, again, we disagree on what the best photo is. Is that right? Yeah, 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 we do. So, so do you want to announce the best black and white images? Uh, yeah, the best black and white image is uh, Seely Friday. Yep. Uh, and in my opinion, it is the girl looking downwards with a nice bit of frame mm. burn. But in your opinion, yep. it is... The horse and buggy one. Yeah, that, that is that is a very uh, clever image, that horse and buggy one. Mm. So make sure you, you guys check out that when you look at the uh, at all the images. And now uh, we've got to announce the winner here. So because it was so hard to choose between individual images, and I don't, I think there was barely any um we had a lot of similar names but we didn't have many images uh the same in our top tens we decided to award the overall winner on portfolio and would you like to announce the uh the winner matthew should we do a drum roll sure have you got to do drums no no need to i'll do this i can do this so yeah <laughs> uh the overall winner is andrew spencer for his shots of kaikoura Excellent. Yes, Andrew Spencer, well done. Uh, those images he took uh, with Ektar, absolutely stunning. And like I said earlier in the show, it actually really inspired me to put some uh, some Ektar through my uh, Ansco picks. So well done to Andrew. Well done to everyone. I think um, it was really hard trying to choose a top 10 images. At one stage, I had about 25 in my top 10, and then I had about 14, 15. Um, and then I only really got down to 10 because I dropped some out because you had them. So uh, well done to everyone it's been a great uh, great challenge um now we what, what we might do is um i've i'll, I'll get some film I, we, I promised the winner some film some uh, that fall down the back of my fridge uh, but i might you know because these images are so good that andrew sent in i might actually find some film actually inside my fridge for him and Ooh. uh i might send him a copy of my zine every summer as well um oh. and the uh, the second place um person gets two copies of my zine i oh, know only joking um but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'll, I'll send andrew a copy of my zine every summer everyone everyone gets a copy of the zine <laughs> everyone gets a copy no i've got enough copies left um so Andrew, I'll send him a copy of my zine and some film. Uh, so that'll be coming your way, Andrew. I'll get in touch. Now, what I'd also love to do, depending on everyone's permission, is I'll have to um, write an email to everyone who took part and say, would you do you give permission for your images to be in a zine? And depending on how many people say yes or how many people reply, that'll really depend on um, if we do it or not. Um, I hope that um, people will say yes because it'd be yeah. great to showcase what everyone's done. Um you sort of you learn a lot during these processes um, for the next competition I'm going to run I'm actually going to get that permission at the start when they submit their images um, and be a bit more structured um, so hopefully that'll be easier in the future for this one I've got to yeah. do a bit of backpedaling um, yeah. so there we go now do you have time Matthew to talk about your images in our little challenge or you got to go to bed uh, no I've got time Okay, so also as part of this plastic pano challenge, uh, Matthew and I went up against each other to see which one of the judges came out on top with the plastic pano panoramas. And uh, we actually shot a little portfolio of six images each. And uh, Matthew, would you like to tell us about yours? Sure. Uh, how many how many rolls of film did you shoot? And, and how was uh, your experience? Yeah, two, I shot two rolls of film. I, um, yeah, I can't remember... Uh, what sort of film it was exactly. Actually, I think the second roll was um, uh, like a really expired Kodak 400 
film that I was given. Uh, Eight hundred, yep. I mean, and I think the first roll was just like a uh, like a Fuji or a Kodak four hundred, just a consumer one. Yeah. The um. Yeah. So the the first photo is a picture of a dramatic cloudy sky I took uh, while waiting at the train station once back when we used to catch trains um, back you know way back in uh, March and or February and um, the, the the second shot is a lady or a person I can't remember if it was a man or a woman I think it's a woman um, looking at a selection of meat at the uh, butcher shop Yep, uh, this, and on her back, it, or here's on her back, it says... Uh, I know what I need. Yeah. Uh, and then the third shot is a chair in a car park underneath a computer shop that I go to, and there's just some nice mm-hmm. uh, diagonal light there. And then the next one is also diagonal light. It's um, a person walking uphill underneath a, a rail bridge near where I live. Yep. And the next one is some light coming through a skylight at uh, Box Hill Central there's people people yep. shopping underneath there That's one of my is there a camera market at Box Hill? Uh, there is twice a year yeah. yes there is maybe that's where I got the whole Paul Wheeler at the Box Hill camera market maybe it was a, it must have been a Sydney camera market maybe I'm yeah maybe. anyway yep. um, and uh, then the next one is a panorama of a gentleman outside Box Hill Central um, yep. with some yellow shopping bags and some pigeons. Very cool, very cool. Uh, so I shot, I think I shot three rolls. Um, I shot a roll, goodness knows why, I shot a roll of Portra through that damn Vivitar PN 2011 camera. Uh, it was just such a waste of a roll of Portra. I just thought, you know, I'll, I'll give it some love, this little Vivitar camera. Uh, but it was, it was a horrible little camera, that 2011. At least at least my shooting experience with it was. It's probably not that bad. Um, but I was not impressed with the PN 2011 at all. So that that roll got junked. Um, the Vivitar IC101, I actually shot some nice HP5 on that, but that was before this comp started, so those were ineligible. Oh. So for the last two rolls, I shot with an Ansco Pix I bought. Um, so the first one is of two, this place down near us on the water where people do kite surfing because it gets very windy. And there's two like um, kites from the kite surfing in the air. And that's got a lovely sort of blue background there. I'm pretty sure that was... I'm actually struggling to remember now. I think that was on, yeah, it was Agfa Vista, sorry, Agfa 400 film, that one. I've heard it's um, very windy in your office as well. It can be, depending on what's been consumed. Um, But, uh, yeah, and depends who's in here as well. Um, So the next two are from Ektar. And these were inspired by Andrew Spencer, our winner, and I uh, really love those blue tones of his images. And I got down to the water and I think, hey, I tried to emulate that kind of waterside kind of vibe at Victoria Point there again. And the last three are again on Agfa 400. Um, there's a skate park. I just tried to get a simple photo out of the lines mm-hmm. and the, the shapes of the skate park. The next one is a discount tire place it's actually like a rundown place it's been there for years but i think it's actually about to be demolished it's all abandoned yeah. it's uh graham's tire service yeah. um so that's right near my mum and dad's place Did you go in yeah oh uh, well no i didn't go in there's actually a young fellow there who had a canon camera 
and um, I was taking pictures of the outside and his mum come out and said, oh, my son's inside, but he's doing, he's he's being legal. He's not doing anything. He's not destroying anything. And I was like, lady, I'm just taking some photos. I'm not the police. You haven't got to explain to me what yeah. the kid's doing. If he's in there, if he's inside the abandoned building, that's up yeah. to him. Yeah, you know? If he wants to go in there and, and then smoke he ca- crack, he can do whatever he wants. Well, he's with his mum, right. so I'm guessing there was no smoking a crack, but you, you never know. Um, so I took a pic- that picture. And the last one, I actually tried to, to do a bird on a, on a wire picture mm. with two galahs, but it didn't come out that well, so I, I chose some lines from a uh, from a power pole thingy. So they're my four images. Now, we've got three votes in from the judges. Yeah. I only gave them about 72 hours notice, and um, many of them are on holidays, or oh, they just can't be asked. I'm <laughs> not sure which. Uh, but uh, I'll read out. The f- I've got two audio clips for you to listen to for about a minute each. Okay. And the first one, the first one come through via email i'm just gonna find it where is it it is from a good friend of mine sherry christensen from the embrace the grain podcast now i asked i asked seven or eight people to do the judging and you kind of you're mentally kind of working out who who you reckon is going to vote for who i thought sherry you know i, I thought a few of the other judges might vote for you um but and i thought sherry i thought oh, i reckon sherry's in my camp here sherry likes bright bold colors in her photography and i thought oh yeah i can you know asking sherry this could be a good move to get a vote for me here uh but it back fired spectacularly in my face so here's what it says hey matt and matthew okay this was difficult to judge but here goes at first glance mr murray was winning bright bold color see there you go i I was on a good good thing there for a while but when i looked deeper into the photos i noticed mr joseph had taken his shots in more difficult situations well that just makes him a fool in my opinion um anyway i'm trying trying to really look at the technical so both of you have done amazing things with these cameras, but I have to give the win to Matthew Joseph right. of the basis of difficulty shooting indoor panos and use of those small slices of light to make the composition, Sherry. Oh, thank you. So there you go. Congratulations. You. Sherry is firmly in your camp with this thank one. Thank you, Sherry. And then she followed it up with a, a message to me on um, on Facebook and she said, um, oh, would you like me to tell you what my favourite image was, though? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I thought, you know, she's trying to save some face for me here and she'll say, you know, mine was one of her favourite. And she said, oh, yeah, no, my favourite was that one of Matthew's with the, the shard of light. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Sherry, thanks. Just, just rub it in, Sherry. Rub it in. So Sherry's favourite one was that uh, on the page here, your uh, one, two, three, fourth image. Oh. I think it's the person uh, with the red background yeah. there. Uh, so, yeah, very fantastic image. So well done to Matthew for that. So the next one, the next judgment from podcasters comes from the one, the only, Mr. Michael Gutterman uh, from the, uh, recorded, I'm guessing, in the Gutterman Cave in beautiful Louisville, Kentucky. Here he is. Hello, Matt Murray from the Matt Loves Cameras podcast. This is Mike Gutterman from the Negative Positives podcast. And I'm sitting here in the Gutterman Cave here in Louisville, Kentucky. And I'm looking at these uh, pano photos from yourself and Mr. Matthew Joseph. And I'm kind of just going through these. Uh, my thoughts out, out loud as I go through them. Uh, the first photo from Matthew Joseph, the one with the clouds and the, the kind of, uh, I don't know, the light uh, tower there or whatever in the very bottom portion. Love that image. Love the uh, uh, the uh, the sun flare he's getting on that, and then uh, 
Go down. I'm also particularly resonating with his third and fourth uh, photo uh, on the web page here that I'm looking at. Uh, just the shadows. I love the third picture with the kind of the singular chair. I'm a I'm a sucker for a, a, a singular a lonely chair <laughs> photo. But the way the the shadow is coming down uh, above it is uh, pretty amazing. And then the uh, I guess it's the fourth photo is kind of the same thing. Some really good shadow play with the uh, looks like a, a person walking up a hill. Uh, fantastic. Fantastic photo there. Uh, and then if we get into, those are the ones that resonate with me from uh, Matthew Joseph. And uh, Matt, I'm getting to your to your photos here. Uh, the first one, we have some kites, and we have a nice little like beachy scene, and some boats. Uh, but it's the, I think it's the, the fourth photo that resonates with me. It looks like maybe, cause it could be a skate park maybe. Uh, looks like there's a rail, and... Um, Maybe a little, it looks sort of like it would like it'd be a skateboard park to me. Uh, I like that photo a lot. Uh, very sim- simple and uh, kind of resonates. Uh, but that, my favorite photo of yours, Matt, is uh, Matt Murray, that is. There's two Matts that I'm dealing with here. Is, uh, let's see, the, the fifth shot. Is it the fifth? Let's see. One, two, three, four. Yeah, the fifth shot. The, uh, because why? It has vintage signs in it. And I'm a sucker for vintage signs. Looks like uh, it says discount, Graham's Tire Service. Uh, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. Old buildings, old signs. And uh, I think that is the photo I like the best out of uh, both of your all's attempts. If I had to vote, and I, I hate to hate to, hate to to vote because there, there's some fantastic work here. I think I like, I think Matthew Joseph was a little stronger as, as a set. Uh, but Matt, I think my favorite image is the discount uh, Graham's Tire Service image. So I don't know how you want to count this vote. But my favorite image is the vintage sign photo that you took. But I think uh, overall, uh, as a set, I think uh, Matthew Joseph uh, really kind of uh, had like three pretty good bangers going on here. So uh, uh, there you go. There's my votes. Uh, I don't know if that, if that helps you. Probably just makes uh, things more confusing because I didn't really pick a clear winner because it's, it's everyone's winners in film photography, right? But uh, there you go. All right. Uh, thanks, Matt. Uh, and I wish I could have participated in this, but you know I've been lazy lately. So, uh, but I'm happy. Hopefully, my judging helps. So there you go. Hey, everybody, stay positive. Shoot some. Cool film photos. Thank you so much, Mike. And you are indeed right. Everyone is a winner in film photography. Next up, we have Alex Lux from the wonderful classic camera revival out of Canada. Hey there, folks. Alex Lux here, classic camera revival. And I want to thank Matt Murray for inviting me to help judge the um, Matt Loves Pano contest, especially the one between um, Matt and Matthew. So I I um, took a look at the uh, images, the uh, set of images, and both are strong. Um, Both Matt and Matthew make excellent use of the panoramic format, even from the simple cameras that they used. I'm really impressed with the quality of the images. But as they say in Highlander, there can be only one. So what is it? Well, um... I really liked Matthew Joseph. He had some great, dark, moody, urban images. But I'm sorry, Matthew. Matt is the winner. Um, His images are bright. They're cheery. But the one thing that struck me is that they're consistent. Everything is the same. It's all the same. Very bright, very cheery, very similar subject matter. Whereas with Matthew, I'm sorry, but... 
you should have stuck with the dark moody urban keep that consistency and that's what makes matt murray the clear winner in my books all right have a great day thank you so much alex for letting me save some face there so there we go there's the 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 votes from the judges we've had in so far it's a 2-1 victory decisive victory for mr matthew joseph with his excellent portfolio of uh faux pan panoramic cheap plastic focus free images so well done matthew now if we do get any um more judges because i've asked quite a few other people to judge um the entries other film podcasters film, film photography podcasters but a lot of them are on holidays of course it's being summer in in europe and north america so if we get any more i We'll play them on the next show. But for now, well done, Matthew. It's a 2 1 victory. Also, also, lazy. Well, I wasn't going to say that, but, um, you know. Give me their names. (laughs) I'll give you their names. You can follow it up. Um, We also did ask on Instagram, um, we did a little um, series of stories. um, And it was actually really funny because. I don't know if other people get this, but something like 80 people saw these set of images, mm. but only 29 people voted. Yeah. Like, voting is the easiest thing in the world. Mm. Again, you just choose one, yeah. right? But only 29 people voted. <laughs> um, and the official results are it was a 17-12 uh, victory there. Do you want to guess who won that one? Oh, was it me? No, it was me. I, I won 17-12. Oh, nice. Um, so there you go, 17-12. And uh, you, you, got a, you got a few good people voting for you. I was I was a bit, you know, I was a bit miffed at some of the people who voted for you. <laughs> Although I will, I, I hope I'm not um, telling tales here, but um, I am going to disclose that your friend Jack Johnson, Jack Loves Panos, uh, voted for me. So I hope that hasn't ruined, <laughs> ruined the friendship there. I'll have, um, I'll have words they, with you're Jack. You're speechless. I'll have words. You're speechless, I'll have you? words with Jack. Uh, probably, <laughs> probably shouldn't have told that uh, so there you go so um it was very very close um but well done matthew i think i think your uh, your expertise with that panoramic format really shined through your images and you, you did uh, did fantastic stuff there uh and thank you for being a judge uh, unfortunately there's no price for being a judge other than having the satisfaction of knowing that you can um wield a plastic pano uh with a lot of skill yeah. uh, have you enjoyed uh, being a judge well, yeah well look your shots are good too i like yours as well you did well as well I think I think it does showcase if people look at these images, and I'll I'll, I'll put a link. I'll, I'll either add these to the end of the the listener entries, or I'll put a link to the different yeah. page. But I think it does it does really showcase our two different styles. Um, yours are kind of a lot of sort of sort of street images yeah. and quite quite dark images with slices of light strategically placed with good composition, uh, whereas mine are kind of more much more bright. Um, yeah, kind of uh, huge bits of light everywhere, not not selective light. Yeah. And maybe that's because you're in Victoria, I'm in, in Queensland, we yeah. get more light up here, who knows? Yeah. Uh, but no, I think I think we did very well as well as the listeners. Yeah. Your third, um, so your third you s- shot um, with the, the hectare of the boats on the water, that's the colour and composition and everything's amazing in that. Thank you, thank you. And um, yeah, like I said, I was inspired by our winner, Andrew Spencer. And, and if you look at the blues in that image, and um, I didn't know blue was a colour that Ektar was known for, but if you look at his blue images and then look at my, that blue one of mine, they're very similar. And um, yeah, that was a bit of genius uh, tip there to put Ektar through uh, the cheap plastic pano. Um, but I, I like the Akfa ones as well. So um, ah, there you go. So um, that, that wraps up Matt Loves Panos for 2020. Right. Are you going to be back in 2021? Oh, yeah. 
Back in 2021, <laughs> if society hasn't, well, I, I if society hasn't crumbled, yeah, well, we'll be back. There is that. We might be shooting him in our backyards entirely next year. Who knows? Uh, but uh, I better let you go to bed because I know you've got to work tomorrow. But thank you so much, Mr. Matthew Joseph, for being a judge. And uh, we'll uh, speak to you soon. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And, um, yeah, keep – I don't know. What, have you got a catch – Keep have, on panoing. Have you got a catchphrase for your <laughs> – Nah. Everyone, everyone nicked all the, the good catchphrases. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, I, I usually say cheerio. Bye bye. Have a lovely week. Some weird... That's what Graham makes. Have a lovely that's week, mate. Me, that's what Graham makes me say on backing paper. <laughs> well, there you go. Have a lovely week. If you would like to support this podcast, why not buy our dad a coffee? Visit coffee.com. That's ko-fi.com forward slash Matt loves cameras. And buy him a coffee for just $3. As a special thank you, you'll get access to a digital version of my dad's first film photography zine every summer. There's even a few photos of me in the zine. And return! That's ko-fi.com forward slash Matt Loves Cambridge. You better not have any photos of me in there. There you go. There's a new uh, little fill from the family, uh, which took about 10 minutes to record. There was a lot of laughing, and I've actually put a, a bit of an outtake in the, the end music, if you want to hear that. It's kind of funny. Uh, yeah, so if you did want to support the show, you can buy me a coffee at coffee.com, ko-fi.com forward slash Matt Loves Cameras. And we've had quite a few donors already. Thank you so much for your support. And of course, they have received a digital version of my every summer zine. Uh, What I'll do is I'm actually going to read out their names uh, and tell you a bit about the zine sales and all that in the next episode, because this episode is long enough as it is. But thank you to everyone who has uh, given me a, a donation to help with the show so far. Thank you so much. So earlier in the show, I did hint that we'd be looking at doing another project very soon. And uh, I haven't got it all sorted out yet. I haven't got it up and running. But the next project for you to look at is Sprockets. Yes, Sprockets, 35mm Sprockets. Uh, So we're pretty much looking at any camera that exposes the Sprockets on 35mm film. So you could be using a Sprocket Rocket, you could be using a Blackbird Fly, you could be putting 35mm film with adapters uh, in a medium format camera. Um, So that will be the next challenge that will take place, um, let's say July, August and September, I think. Uh, so yeah, if you want to get cracking, you can get started already, and uh, I'll be I'll be sort of in touch soon with some more details. So that's it for this very long episode of Matt Loves Cameras. I hope you enjoyed the show with Matthew Joseph and I judging all of the Matt Loves Panos 2020 entries. Thank you so much to everyone who took part. And I'll be in touch, as I said in the podcast, I will be in touch to to see if we can get a zine out of this, um, see if people are interested. I'll have to get everyone's permission to publish their photos and all that kind of stuff. So uh, check your mailbox over the next uh, seven days or so from the publication of this podcast. 
that's it for this time i'm going to be back very soon i have two or three episodes up my sleeve uh that i'm just um really looking forward to publishing there'll be much shorter episodes in this one though um but look out for them in your podcast feed very soon don't forget to subscribe and i would love you to leave a review as well on the apple podcast store that's it for this time it's cheerio bye-bye Special thank you. You'll get access to a digital a digital version of my dad's first film photography zine zine, <laughs> zine every summer. There's even a few photos of me in the zine. And me too. <laughs> Music in the show is on a Creative Commons license. The end by Cassie. Soundcloud.com forward slash Cassie NMZ. Check the show notes for the link.